for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 34 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. We've got a special episode for you guys this week. It's quite special. We have our first call-in guest. I got the setup to take care of that finally. Uh, hopefully, knock on wood, everything works without a hitch. Uh, I did a quick test call. I had Jesse call me on it last night and... It seemed to work okay, so hopefully when we get this guy on the line, um, you know, everything will work real well. Uh, bef- we uh, <laughs> listened to a little Force Awakens soundtrack yeah, to on get it to make sure it sounded good. It sounds sounded pretty good. Great. So um, before we get him on the line, I thought we'd get the, the business taken care of. The business of giving you the business. I also want to play for my buddy Will here. I don't know if you knew this, uh, our special guest that we're having on today he actually was the subject of a public access interview here in the last couple of days. Are you kidding me? And I'm going to play that for you. It's Let's like do that. two minutes long. But before we get to that, and before we get this dude on the line with us, I'd give out our, I thought I'd give out our information. Yeah. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Blue Harvest Pod. And my boy Will here is on Twitter at... At Will Witten 3 and you can also email us, if you'd like, at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. And we love reading emails, by the way. And we got a hell of an email this week. You I might got, even uh, say a tome. I got a thesis today email for you Yeah, guys. we thought we'd sh- uh, switch it up and let Will handle the reading. A, because I'm a mush mouth, uh, dumb a, bastard. Man, I'll, I'll mess it up <laughs> and as quick as anybody. B, because uh, we're going to be using my phone for the phone call, so I couldn't really read the email off of there. But anyway, so we're going to get our guest on the line. But like I said, before we do that, I wanted to play you guys a little interview that was done about him. Um, Now, they don't mention him by name, so it won't ruin the surprise when we get him on the line. But uh, I did some searching, and my sources say that uh, the two ladies in this video are indeed talking about our... uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm playing it. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Shit. Um these two ladies are indeed talking about our buddy that's going to be on here in just a second. So if you give me just a second, I'll get that set up and play it for you guys. 
Yes. So uh, recent public access interview show. I'm not sure what the show is. Uh, the name of the show is. It's just this little two-minute segment about our friend, the one and only good sir that you guys will be meeting here shortly. Although I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast, you're probably aware of him. One woman was telling me, she said she was having sex with this man. She was sitting on top of him riding and she said she had gotten into a groove, so you know she might have gripped his head, or she might have put her hands on his shoulders, or locked them around the back of his neck, so she made sure it was just like a horse. She had that saddle, and she had the rope, so she couldn't let go. And as she got into that groove, she's sitting on him, she rocking, and she rolling in her rhythm, and she had just forgotten where she was. She got into a deep state of euphoria, because cause she said the dick was good. <laughs> but it's all the problem, though. She said the dick was so good that as she started rocking, she just got into it, and all of a sudden, she said something just hit her. Bam! All upside his head. Just slapped him. Dick will make you slap somebody. So oh y'all need to remember that. That's why I'm trying to deal with the fact. Wait a minute. Um, now, you telling me a story, and then you switch it on me and say the woman in ecstasy and turn around and slap somebody. She slapped him upside the head. And I said, why did you slap? She said, I couldn't help it. She had just said, I know your audience. Okay, go on. No, go ahead. No, you, you. Finish your story. I want to hear why she slapped him. I told you, she said she just got into this groove. She found her rhythm. See, that's what women don't realize. That's one reason why we get caught. Because the penis is a very powerful organ. It's a very... Um, Deep spiritual sexual I'll make you slap somebody heat seeking missile. Oh my goodness. It's just like a rocket, see. Nope. And inside of every rocket there's information encoded in it for it to do what it do. These and her they have become one on that spiritual sexual level. So she starts to find the groove and the parts of his penis start hitting the parts of her vagina walls, harmonizing them, making them sing. And so she feels like she's in church jumping and shouting because that man hitting them walls like she needed him to hit them walls and she said it was so good and she relaxed and she said at one instant it was feeling so good to her the thought crossed her mind that he might let somebody else have a little sample of that she said it's just just the feeling of being caught up in the pleasure and, and then thinking about wait a minute he might do this right here she said she just slapped him so i'm just saying sometimes we have to be aware of that because dick I'll make you slap somebody in the face. They can make you lose control. They can make you pull a gun and shoot somebody in the damn face. See, oh uh, you got to be careful. That's why, because a lot of us have really gone overboard with this. I told you. <laughs> that's intense. <laughs> so I think that's a good summary of our buddy that's about to come on. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get him on the line. And when we come back, that's right, we're going to have the one, the only, a Mr. Johnny Grasso on. And we're back. We did it. It seems like it's working. We got the one and the only Mr. Johnny Grasso on the line. What is up, everybody? Aw, oh, shit. We've been talking about doing this for quite a while. We have. Yeah, usually with fucking blasters in our hands playing Battlefront, getting our asses kicked by 12-year-old boys, but yeah, we finally have, we did it. We have played quite a bit of Battlefront since it's come out. Some late nights on the Battlefront. Yeah, we haven't played in a while, though. You know what? It's that post-Star Wars, post-Christmas busy season. You know what I mean? We've all been yeah. busy trying to go see Star Wars and, and Christmas and stuff. Um, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about it the other day when we all play Battlefront together. 
It starts off really solid. We're all doing really well. And then, you know, about an hour, two hours in, it just devolves into talking about, I don't know, would you still do Carrie Fisher? Fuck yeah, I'd still do Carrie <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> Princess Leia got a flat butt. And then, yeah, oh, Johnny, nice. <laughs> Johnny pointed out day one, man, they didn't nail Carrie Fisher's butt on uh, uh, Battlefront. They gave her the old flat ass. Did not do her justice. Not at all. Well, dude, thanks so much for coming on. We're really stoked yeah, to Johnny, finally have I'm you. Really, I'm really glad you're on the show. I we appreciate you coming on. No, absolutely, dude. You're you're gonna have a hard time getting rid of me. Okay, so before we get into your um, uh, your episode seven thoughts, your hopes for the future, your dreams, your wishes, what you think <laughs> about late at night when you're rubbing your chest as you slowly fall to sleep, uh, <laughs> we have an email to cover this week. Okay. And um, we thought we'd get your opinion in on it. We thought that'd be pretty fun. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, is this is not your simple, short, succinct email. This guy wrote us a fucking tome. So <laughs> get ready to, <laughs> to fucking talk some Star Wars with our buddy Joe. You you might know Joe. We talk to him on Twitter every now and then. I'm not, I can't, VA Beach, VA Beach Rep or something like That's that. That's what it is. It's at VA Beach Rep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe sent us in an email, and uh, I'm going to let Will Will read it today because you're coming through my phone. That's normally what you, what you're drinking on there, Johnny. It's actually it's so not sexy. It's diet cream soda. Oh man, that sounds fucking delicious. Hey, I'm a that's fan sexy. of the diet fitness, sodas. So. Fitness is sexy. What brand diet cream soda are you sipping on there? Doctor Brown. Never heard of it. Oh, it's good. It must be a regional. At thing. least he's a doctor. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you're going to drink uh, diet soda, it might as well be manufactured by a doctor. It's got medicinal purposes. Yeah. So I'm going to switch you over and let you look at Will's sexy-ass face, Professor Star Wars, instead of Drunk Uncle Star Wars. Oh, stop it. And he's going to uh, read this email for us, and we're going to talk about it. How's that sound, buddy? Yeah, awesome. Take it away, Will. Johnny, good to see you, sir. Tasu Leach, <laughs> good to see you. Uh Bear with me. This is a long email if I stumble a couple times. Uh, it's from Joe. It goes, hello, Hawes and Will. My name is Joe Suhosky, uh, and I found your podcast through Twitter. I'm at VA Beach Rep. I've listened to you since uh, just before the release of The Force Awakens, and you're right up there with the Making Star Wars for my favorite Star Wars podcast, so I appreciate that. Nice. Uh, I wanted to share a thought about the movie that I hadn't heard discussed elsewhere. The thought involves the villain's belief in the First Order. The one thing that The Force Awakens did better than any of the previous six episodes is show how those in the First Order think what they're doing is the right thing to do. I will contrast that concept with episodes one through six. Here we go. <laughs> in episodes one through three, the Separatists, other than Count Dooku, were nothing more than the puppets doing the bidding of Sidious. Furthermore, their forces were literally an army of robots that simply fought because they were ordered to. When Dooku meets Kenobi in Attack of the Clones, he seemed to truly believe that the Republic was falling apart and sincerely wanted Qui-Gon Jinn's input on how to make things right. But other than that, the Separatists were not fleshed out beyond being puppets of Sidious, who wanted unlimited power. In the original trilogy, we spend so much more time with Luke, Han, and Leia that we are not introduced to many bad guys beyond Vader, Tarkin in only one episode, and Sidious in the, uh, in the one episode and one scene in Empire. 
Vader is portrayed as just another villain in Episode 4, although eventually we learn that he wants to turn Luke in Episode 5 to rule the galaxy as father and son. The plot of Episode 6 is Luke trying to turn his father back from the dark side, so we see Vader more than Luke's point of view. Uh, For Tarkin, we see him command the Death Star, but aren't introduced to him as anything but the commander. As for the Emperor, his motivation is to squash the Rebellion and seemingly to get Luke to replace Vader. For the Vader-Tarkin-Sidious trio, they are villains, but they seem to be evil simply for evil's sake. As I bring this back to The Force Awakens, I am struck by three separate scenes. When General Hux is giving his speech before they fire the first Starkiller weapon, the passion he has for destroying the Republic comes across as him believing that he's in the right to the core of his being. The first time I saw it, I thought... Domnall Gleason's performance. Domnall. Domnall. I guess that's how you say it. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, performance was overacting and frankly was distracted uh, from what he was actually saying. However, in the context of him believing in his cause, I think it's uh, brilliantly done. I will say uh, that point in the movie was really intense for me. I thought the acting was really good. I mean, he that, that guy nailed it. General Hux. Space Hitler? Yeah, Space Hitler. He was. Yeah. I, th- I think Joe's being a little hard on him. I mean, if you've ever spoken to 10,000 people at once, you have to project pretty loud. Yeah. He, I've uh, never done it, but... He really came across as truly convicted and really inspiring, I guess, to his and evil intent. Mad as hell. Yeah. Wasn't going to take it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, is, we're not done, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is not the end of this email. My bad. Uh... The second scene is when FN2199 sees Finn in Takodana. He yells traitor at Finn and makes a dramatic introduction of his riot control baton. He's clearly is emotional over facing someone who once believed in the same cause as the other stormtroopers as he eventually overpowers Finn before getting shot by Han. We know that First Order stormtroopers are taken at an early age and start training so they know of nothing but serving the Order. The final scene in question is similar when Kylo Ren confronts Finn and Rey, and he screams traitor. With even more fervor than the original trooper, Ren had just killed his father and was probably emotional by this and a pull to the light side, so maybe that had something to do with his emotion. Nevertheless, we know that Ren had identified Finn as the traitor early on because of their brief exchanged glance on the first scene in Jakku. That's sexy. The First Order is clearly the family that Ren has selected over his blood family as the path to do what he believes is right. To make a long story short, too late, in fact, too right, (laughs) one thing The Force Awakened does better than the first six episodes combined is communicate the members of the First Order believe what they're doing is right. Obviously, the Separatists and those in the Empire believed in what they were doing. Otherwise, they wouldn't serve their organizations. However, their devotion to the cause is never displayed as well as those in the First Order discussed above. We are better served as an audience when we understand that both good guys and bad guys have absolute belief in their causes. I don't necessarily believe that to be true, honestly, but it, this is just something that struck me after I watched the movie again yesterday. Uh, it's nothing groundbreaking, but I have not read the articles on the topic, nor have I heard it discussed in any podcast. You two seem like a medium that might be interested in that point of view. Regardless, 
uh, keep making great podcasts and I'll keep listening. I actually have a couple other thoughts, questions, uh, but the email is already long enough. Joe. Well, thanks, Joe. First of all, thank you, Joe, for your email. Man, that was an academic text on Uh, uh, the Star Wars, The Force Awakens, and the the First Order. I read a a thesis i feel like this is this you could is, get into graduate school with that shit right? i feel like this guy is uh, you know in graduate school for star wars um so what i'll say and i'll try to make this as brief as possible what i find interesting about the first order and i think it'll play into their storyline going forward <laughs> fucking will and johnny are making the will's got a twinkle in his eye like flirting with <laughs> johnny's cutting it up man uh, he's laughing his ass off I want to be in the fucking room. So oh, we'll make it happen one day. Uh, we'll make a trip up there and get you on live, like in person. Who knows what'll happen? It yeah. might get crazy. I'm um, sitting in someone's lap. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, there'll be two available. It might. There might be a fight over whose lap you get to grace. We might have to take turns, like we are with switching the phone around, so you can see who you're talking <laughs> to. Um, but. I find it interesting, and I was kind of thinking about this the other day. The First Order is actually closer uh, to the separatists than the Empire, in my mind, because the Empire in the original trilogy is established. It's been established for several years. They are the main power in the galaxy. In the prequels, the separatists are taking on the Republic, which has been around for, what, like a thousand years or some shit? And... In the new movie, and you know, therefore in the trilogy, the the sequel trilogy going forward, uh, the the first order is going against the Republic once again, a, a government that's been established for a while now. You see what I'm saying? Do you see the parallel? I'm I do. I'm drawing I here. I see. Um, I see. A, I see more closer of a connection to villain's intent than he really does. You know, he. I guess he's taking really all that you see on screen. Right, you know that you can only rely on. I think a lot of it is implied to me. You know, the separatists are obviously obviously a faction that wants to separate from the republic because they don't feel like they're being represented, right, correctly, yeah. or you know, they want to do their own thing, and the republic wouldn't allow it. And some of that's criminal, almost well, and corrupt. I feel like the, the separatists, Empire, while that may be like their public facing. You know, that's what they tell the public or, or that's what they say they're about. I do agree with them that they really are just sort of a pawn to cause discord in the galaxy. Palpatine Obviously. uses them as a pawn to get his way to establish an empire instead of a republic. Right. What do you think, Johnny? Yeah, I definitely think um, Palpatine uses separatists to kind of start cracking down the republic. Uh, I think it was his intention to eventually join with the separatists. Um, and use them against the Republic. But I definitely think that uh, just by itself, the separatists were just it – was, it was just part of the whole Lucas politics, which I don't have a problem with. But I think it was just showing that everything wasn't right in the galaxy. And the separatists – I don't know. God, here we go. Another history teacher reference. Oh, no. I'm down. You know, this is – I was waiting do, for this. Do, I love the history teacher references. So hit me. Yeah. It's the separatists were the South Carolina of the Civil War. No, they I get were the, it. They were the first ones. They were like, you know what? This isn't this isn't good. This isn't great. We're gonna we're gonna form our own thing. So they were the first ones. And then Palpatine was like, oh, this is a good idea. So I'm gonna take the separatists, aka South Carolina, and I'm gonna try and get all these other factions or quote unquote states, you know, right. Georgia, Virginia, et cetera, et cetera, to kind of form 
you know, their their own thing. And then with the divide and conquer theory, Palpatine was just going to kind of take over, take down the Republic, which was stronger, and then eventually rule all. I mean, that's his plan. Uh, and, yeah, I feel like his motivation's pretty clear. To he wants to rule everything. Like that's pretty obvious. He wants to be the. It's a total. The struggle of Star Wars is a totalitarian government versus a democracy, a republic. Like that's ev- inevitably the struggle. Yeah, I can see that. Fascism, totalitarianism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when when George Lucas wrote, now now we're really reading into shit. I'm guessing here. I'll I mean, this is just us analyzing the overall. No, this story is what arc. this is for. This is what yeah. Star this is Wars this podcasting is, this is, is for. The forum and the media with which we build these things. If you look at Lucas as the writer, right, just some some guy with a beard, he wrote it in the early to mid seventies, and that was you know right when the Vietnam War was wrapping up. You're right, and when and when everyone thought that everyone else was a communist and we were scared to death that communism was going to spread the cold war. So just, just knowing what I know, what was happening in the world as George Lucas wrote it, I would say the separatists and Palpatine going with that totalitarian dictatorship that you mentioned, Will, was, was came from his fear of communism or just like the local, you know, news topic of the day was communism. Right. So that's probably where Lucas kind of like got it from. Oh, not I to can mention totally see that. His, not to mention his World War II, you know, references which are so obvious. Right. But it's oh, still yeah. the same thing. They're dictatorships. That conflict, that conflict between a corrupt ruler and a democracy or a republic or the will of the people has existed almost since the beginning of time. Like it it's very early on squashed, but I mean the stories and that concept exists. Yeah. Um, here's something that I've sort of heard brought up about the First Order that uh, we haven't really talked about on the show. I, I wondered if I could run it by you guys. It sort of relates to, to Joe's question. Um, I've seen a lot of theorizing that maybe stormtroopers, specifically the, the riot-controlled troopers that use the batons and stuff, have been trained with those specifically for the purpose of engaging in possible lightsaber combat snoke is <laughs> obsessed with getting rid of luke you know what i'm saying he does not want luke to come back he says if luke comes back the new jedi will rise you know what i'm saying same right. thing with kylo they're obsessed with finding luke have they trained these guys with these batons that can clearly withstand you know the strike of a a lightsaber blade in case you know isn't is an in case because as far as we know, Luke is the only Jedi left in the galaxy. Now that you know, it's a huge galaxy. There's going to be a ton of expanded universe stuff. Where I, I'm telling you, eventually we're probably going to find out that oh, here's this kind of like with Rebels. If you guys know what I mean, like we thought it was just Obi Wan and Yoda. Now we're finding out oh, there's this guy Kanan. There's this kid Ezra, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it, it just makes me kind of wonder if that's their purpose is specifically for lightsaber combat and it kind of makes sense that if if they're one of their main goals is exterminating the jedi who use lightsabers that they might want to have some sort of you know force or, or grunt that could handle uh-oh oh oh no we lost johnny let's get him back sorry about that guys like i said this is our first phone-in interview and um you know there's going to be some kinks to work out but it, it's going pretty well so far um, what we were talking about before, um, my phone fucked up, <clears throat> um, 
I was asking you guys if you think, long story short, if the First Order has been trained to combat against Jedi or, you know, lightsaber users or anything like that. Go ahead, Johnny. What do you think? Um, at first, I was thinking no, to be honest with you. Right. Then I, then I, then I kept thinking about it. And I went through every fucking movie in my head, and then General Grievous had his guards that had a similar weapon. Right. I think the stun batons, uh, I, I need to look into like maybe the visual dictionary or something. Something tells me that's just an advancement on that technology. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they it even, looked very similar yes. with the little the uh, purple energy or yeah electronic yeah, the, the, or electric yeah, energy whatever I, i'm not a rocket scientist but it, yeah basically it's a dildo that can dis- deflect <laughs> lightsabers yeah we were getting way too serious we need more dick jokes and we need more dildo talk maybe some butt plug talk top five butt plugs go purple <laughs> purple purple you know always purple it's, it's like royalty <laughs> <laughs> what do you say <laughs> Damn, I didn't hear it. it's like it's like royalty it's just like, yeah <laughs> There's no no better, better way to feel like royalty than to sit down on a 15-pound butt plug. Oh, my purple. God. Whenever I'm in that situation and, and the girl, and it's always a girl, goes to that drawer like never, below never. her TV, never guy. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and, they, and they open that, that the skinny drawer at the top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, the and, and they drawer. always pull it out. I always say, like, it's going to be purple, isn't it? And, <laughs> and fucking nine and out of ten times. It's purple or pink? It's no purple. I'm going to I literally and I'm not just saying this to be like, you know, why oh, it's demure, you but uh, ruin you right now. You know why it's purple? Why? So you can't see it if it gets messy. Oh, uh, is that is that true? What are you looking at me for? I don't know. Well, you're the one talking about these special fucking drawers that ladies open up like the fucking Ark of the Covenant and like <laughs> a, a is, sexual uh, light comes out. Look, and, it's certainly not the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I, I I could say I have uh, no experience um, with the special drawer except this one time. Poor Vader Nick's kids. That's all I keep thinking. Like <laughs> as we're as we're talking oh. about this right now, I'm like, God damn, poor Vader. Nick's <laughs> Vader Nick's driving in the truck Jordan with Jordan Wren, and he's like, you know what? We're just gonna turn this this part down for a second, son. I should have we'll mentioned let you that before we a couple got of it. years. <laughs> yeah, can you edit in a warning? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> I, I oh God, Jordan, don't don't listen to me. He's the he's our our battlefront MVP. We got to stay on Dude, good really terms is. with Jordan Ren. I know he's got those those young kid those virile kid skills on when it comes to fucking battlefront. You know what though? I pay him back for us though because uh, he's a Star Wars car trader friend of mine. Oh really? And and he sends me these trades and there's always the one card in his trade that I really don't want to let go of. But I'm like ah, but it's Jordan Wren, so I say yes. Oh, oh man, you need to give me his screen good. name because I literally only use Card Trader as a means to hook up my friends. I don't collect. I just pull cards and hand them out like fucking the Santa yeah, Claus you, of Card Trader. Yeah, you've hooked me up a few times. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Jordan Wren. Right on. I'll have to look him up and just uh, figure out what he needs. I'll send him whatever the fuck he wants, man. I, I get this weird thing where I have uh, an addiction to opening the packs and seeing what I, I get. You know what I mean? Oh, I love the fucking fireworks. Or now <laughs> it's like uh, now it's like the light speed. Hyperspace, yeah. yeah. But I, once I get the cards, I'm like, I, I don't really need to keep this. If someone mentions on Twitter, hey, I'm looking for this card, I'll just send it right to them. I don't give a fuck. Wait, look, I'm a whore for podcast listeners, Twitter friends, and you know what I'm saying. 
iTunes reviews. So if 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 some fucking Star Wars card trader cards will get me to that goal, I can't take them all. I don't fuck give a fuck. Yes. Um, so now that <laughs> oh man, what was I gonna? Oh, we were talking about the fucking the batons, the dildo drawer. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Does purple hide the shine like that glaze? I think no. I, like, I mean, that's just like guess. when you eat this six is not like, Krispy Kreme donuts and you've got. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I haven't. You know, I don't have this on good authority, but that's just oh, I, my, I, my thought. That's I wouldn't make a white one. No, oh, you know no. when that when shit would be off white in two when days. When snails crawl at night, the trail snail trail. Yeah, it's snail trail on the purple thing. Oh. It's like uh, your hands after you eat. Do you guys have Popeye's chicken up there? Fuck yes. Oh, that's what it's like. Your hands after you eat a three-piece meal from Popeye's chicken. Just greasy and like uh, oh. lip gloss lips. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> lip gloss lips. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Joe. It devolved real quick. We started talking about dildo drawer. Um, wh- while we've got you, Johnny, we... Uh, We've been doing this thing with our guests since the movie came out, and uh, it's only fair and only oh. right. Oh, before before yeah. are we switching segments? I have, um, I think Joe asked thirteen questions, and I think we only answered one. Well, what's a what? What I want to get you guys' uh, opinion on Joe. Yeah, let's try to service his email a little better. Yeah, instead okay. of glossing it over like right, lip gloss right. lips. Like Here. one of the things I actually took notes. <laughs> nice. No did you like, really, Johnny? Oh he my sure God, did. He did. He's showing He's us showing his me notes. notes. That's great. And, I would. I want to hear your notes. I'm so excited right now. Yeah. Well, the first note is Joe Rex Ryan is not a good coach. <laughs> is he a he's, Jets fan? He, no, he's a big Buffalo Bill fan. Is uh, if he was a Jet fan, he would know already that Rex Ryan. Okay. Is Rex Ryan is is the motherfucker that loves feet, right? Is that that guy? Yes. yes, that, yes. There was the uh, controversy a few years about about that motherfucker just loves to rub his dick on feet, right? Uh, Something like that. It, well, uh, yeah, I don't know if it was his dick, but that's I mean, fine. Hey, Johnny, you ever gotten a foot job? Yeah, they suck. Really? It's I'm like not, a, it's, it's like getting jerked off by an orangutan. It was like orangutan's it was, got hand feet. That's better. <laughs> that's better. It was. Wait. It was. It was cool for a minute. Because you're like, oh, holy shit! There's a foot on my dick. Like it's cool if it starts off that way, but you don't want the whole. You don't want the whole right. thing. To you don't want that. that to be your whole experience. Like, oh, no. I got all fired up, you're and like, then oh, she jerked me off with her feet. Of this was hot. Can we progress? Yeah, no, it's cool. Like in the restaurant with people walking around, they right. don't know what's That's happening. Different. That's <laughs> but different. like a little under the table. When you get home and she puts the foot back where it was, I'm like, no, no, you, no, wait, no. I'm gonna get that a- was corn on the tip of my dick (laughs) you have to put like one of those little medicated pads on your fucking darth vader helmet oh zippers suck right (laughs) you all Um, all can read into that one so rex ryan is not a good coach you say right that was note number one note number two um i i uh we actually we we squeezed this in i didn't think uh gleason was overacting i thought he was projecting to ten thousand people and he needed to be heard fair enough i thought it was good i thought that that moment was good it was evil yeah and i do agree with him that the first order seems to be uh the first bad people that actually have an agenda other than hey will other than (laughs) other than just one guy who wants to be in charge for charge sake you know I mean, when you look at the original trilogy and, and, and the prequel trilogy, it's the same guy. Uh, he just wants to be in charge. 
there's really no like motive behind it. Just I, I'm going to be in charge and I'm going to find a way to cheat my own death. And I think that's why he ultimately wanted Anakin because he knew he was more powerful than he was or he had the potential to be. And I think he really meant like, you know, blah, 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 Plagueis, blah, blah, blah. Let's cheat death. We can figure it out together because Palpatine doesn't know. So I think that was really his only motivation. And then the uh, the First Order actually has, like, a plan. I totally agree. We don't know what the First Order's plan is, but I, I think, you know, Palpatine's motivation was pretty simple. And to me, that was possession. Possession of the galaxy, possession of Darth Vader, possession of, you know, I, he, I don't know. It's very materialistic, very passionate, you know, very Sith. So, but I'm not, you know, I'm not sure what Snoke is. If he is Sith, I, I know he's very in tune with the dark side, but um, he, it, you know, he implies training and its completeness, and I don't know what else that would be towards if not a Sith Lord. Um, the thing I always found interesting about Palpatine, and this is this is just my opinion, is that uh, he never seems to really give a shit about any of his apprentices. You know what I'm saying? They see even Ugh. even Vader. You know what I mean? Definitely not Dooku. Definitely not Dooku. <laughs> like Maul, I said, he treats them like possessions. And and you know what? They're a means to his end. They're you know they're there because he needs an apprentice to do the dirty work while he does the po- political machinations and what have you. Like even Vader, it seems like even Vader, he's like, I don't know if I want this dude in this fucking suit, man. Like I wanted him when he was young and handsome and badass, but he got all fucked up. Like in the comics and stuff, he's actually training all kinds of other dudes to, that seem like they may be there for the purpose of taking well, I mean, over. It, that's pretty much what inquisitors are. I mean, yeah, right. if you think about it, the whole concept of an inquisitor yeah. in um, in rebels is to almost be like a, a Darth Vader underling. You know what I'm saying? What when the jar's, job's not quite hard enough to send Darth Vader, you send an inquisitor. I mean, that you know makes what I mean? in that makes sense to me. Like in in um like in a gladiator like perspective if you start pitting your powerful henchmen against one another not even henchmen like apprentices against one another that's a way for them to train to get better to be the next Darth Vader or even a you know you could take it anime style and have like a death squad like a everybody has different abilities and powers that's awesome. and like it would be really cool there's so many and, things we could do with the Star Wars universe still. Yeah, and I, and I think that uh, Palpatine did that because there was no Death Star yet. So yeah. how do you how do you keep dozens? I don't know. I don't know hundreds of planets in line. You know, you throw a fucking couple like Sith training. You know, Sith yeah. trainees at a, at a planet your and wreck shit officers. And then you have your ultimate boogeyman and Darth Vader. Like I know. he's just the threat of Darth Vader. Like, hey, if you fuck up. I'm going to send this dude over to fuck with your shit. I think that's a pretty powerful message, especially to anybody that may have even seen Vader in action. You know what I mean? And I I keep going back to this motivation question because I feel like that's basically what that whole email was about, was being able to see that the First Order has conviction and there was not so much conviction in the rest of the trilogy. But I find the same amount of conviction as the rest of the trilogy. It's just a very s- simple conviction. It's towards possession and power. Yeah. You know, a hunger for power and Darth Vader hungered for the ability to reverse death. Right. I mean, that was and what I drove think, him to the and, and Palpatine. And Palpatine. I think, you know, I don't think Palpatine gave a shit. Uh, uh, honestly, unless... 
unless it's shown to me that Palpatine used that life extending ability in right. canon from now on, I don't even necessarily believe that Palpatine gave a shit about extending oh, life and I just think used he, it to bring I think Vader he to wanted to, side. but for himself. I don't think he had any inclination of helping Vader or Padme extend their life. I think he wants it for himself because the only, I don't think he ever wants to give up and that's his power as the Dark Lord of the Sith. That's you know operating what I mean? under the assumption that he learned the secret of immortality before which he, he did. killed right. Plagueis. Which, right, he which he didn't. Which he did not. Which means he would have to find it out on his own. And to my knowledge, he was in no pursuit of that whatsoever. I mean, he may have been. There's, I mean, if you think about what we have of Palpatine canon-wise, we don't have much about him during the original trilogy. That's what I'm saying. what he was up to. If, that's what I said. If I find out that he was, doing was in pursuit of yeah. that, it would make sense. But I still, I think he just was selling Darth Vader on some shit to get him on his side. Oh, for sure. I think that was, he, he saw an easy way to get him on his side, and that was his connection to Padme. Well, what's your next note you got there, Johnny? No, uh, I, I, we wrapped it up. That was okay, it. cool. Uh, yeah, I wrote pretty. We covered the rest of it. Um, he uh, have Palpatine ruled through fear. Yeah, obviously. Um, the original trilogy was kind of like a three man show, um, whereas the First Order seems to have like. Uh, I mean, it's a three man show right now, but actually, it's the same. Never mind. Fuck yeah. That. <laughs> And I definitely agreed with uh, him saying, like, the original trilogy was very much evil for evil's sake. Right, right. I, I get that. And you're going to get that because it's it's a Star Wars movie. You know what I'm saying? The bad guys are the bad guys and the good guys are the good guys. We might get a little gray area with Kylo Ren going forward. I can s- sort of see that be his, you know, his future, his whole conflicted by the light side thing. I, I love that. I think that's a cool idea. Um what it concerns me just a little bit. It does me too. Why don't we wait and hold that, and and we'll get into Johnny's Force Awakens thoughts, his and then experience. We'll yeah, we'll 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 cover that during this section. So we do this with everybody that we've had on the show since um, since the movie came out. Uh, what what were your experiences going to see Force Awakens? Your experience in the theater opening night. What was the crowd like? What you were know? some things you saw that you really appreciated that you wanted? What were some things that you surprised you? What's what's some things you didn't see that you wanted to see that you're looking forward to in the next one? Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'll, I'll just walk you through. The first time I saw it was opening night, the Thursday. I saw it the first show possible on the East Coast. That was uh, 7, 7 p.m. That's awesome. Yep. So you actually started seeing it before us. Cause, An hour before yeah, us. Yeah, because of time zone differences and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I saw it 3D IMAX. Nice. It's a good yep. way to go. Yep. I, I'm usually not a big fan of the whole glasses thing, but uh, it's Star Wars, and I forgot I was wearing them at one point. Uh, so when I, I went with uh, I went with this girl who's a, uh, a medical student. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to upgrade, you know. Johnny was doing it, one of those adult films I've heard about where, like, he's laying in a in a hospital bed and a nurse comes in and she's like, Mr. Grosso. And she looks at his chart and she's like, hmm. Looks like all you need is a little bit of that sexual healing. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Actually, I'm thinking about all the money she'll make and I want, like, season tickets to the Giants. Right on. Right. Well, you know. To be honest. 
and I don't think she listens to podcasts, so just keep that between us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally on the level. Yeah, not gonna All seek of our her out and be like, "Hey, keep that on the level." Hey, do you know this guy Johnny that you went to see Star Wars with? He just likes you for giant season tickets. I wouldn't do that to anybody. I ain't a dick like that. So uh, I know, I know. Um, so it was the it was the first crowd uh, uh, on the East Coast uh, right. in my area. So it was the diehards. It was the guys right. that got on Fandango. Right. When when it was able to, when it opened and you were able to sell servers. tickets. Yeah, because it's not yet. I was one of the few that crashed the server. I was there. Uh, so it was, let's say, the uh, I don't know. It's really big reserve seating. Oh, like that's they're the, they're, so they're the nice. Lounge, they're lounge chairs. They're electronic. Oh. So my, my head was back. My feet was up. It was huge. So there's really only about like I'll say 125 seats in the whole theater, uh, the 3D IMAX. So it was spaced out. And so everyone there was diehard. So when the Lucasfilm hit, like people freaked out. Nice. And when all the, you know, the scroll hit, people freaked out. A long time ago, Galaxy Far Far Right, people freaked the fuck out. Right. And then once that fucking opening shot, though, you wouldn't, you didn't hear a fucking word. Nice. Uh, we had a pretty active crowd. There were some big pops, as they say, like any, all that stuff you said, they got a good response. And then anytime. Uh, say like you know when the Falcon shows up, crazy response. Yeah, people uh, a lot of laughter. Yeah, good because uh, you're the garbage line. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know, anytime Han, Leia, Luke, all those got you know big responses. So that was nice. Yeah, definitely. And then um, so I I, I loved the movie. I, it had me from the 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 second he froze the laser bolt. Right. I was like, this is next level shit. <laughs> this this is awesome. Yeah, man, I, I can I, totally agree. I fell in love with Poe. Poe uh, is the one that I related to the most. I mean, who? I mean, again, and I think that is for us guys, right? Because we're not force users. He's you a know? fighter pilot. He's a right. ace and, fighter pilot. And if 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 I made, if you made, if we made different decisions in our lives, there, it's a possibility we could have been fighter pilots. That's true. Well, maybe you guys, they don't have the first handicap fighter core, unfortunately. Maybe when they make uh, (laughs) military-grade robot legs. you got robot pants. That's what I'm talking about. Hey. uh, They don't use their – it's all hand controls, bro. You'd be fine. Yeah, but it's the whole, you know, if I got to eject, it's not like I'm going to eject out in my wheelchair and land in the desert with a parachute on and shit. You know what I'm saying? Are now, you an American or an American? Oh, that's a good. I don't like it. That's a good question. He said, "You're gonna talk about it. You're gonna be about it." That's what I'm you like, need to do with your lady friend who's uh, becoming a doctor. Push her in the direction of robot pants development. You know what I'm saying? Pants. Yes. Robot pants or robot legs. I'll cut my fucking legs off if I can get them replaced with some fucking Luke Skywalker bionic hand legs. Oh, you know what I'm Darth, talking about? Darth Maul, bro. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'll have like a, a metal spot, uh, spider legs. That wouldn't That's freak awesome. people out at all. <laughs> well, the spider legs was only for the one episode. Yeah, I know. Brothers. And then, then he got like the, the normal looking legs. Yeah, that kind of looked like General Grievous legs or something. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. All right. Um, not no, to, not... I, I don't. Oh, never mind. Go okay. ahead. Go, I okay. was just going to say, I do not care for General Grievous. For some reason, just I I don't care for Grievous. Character-wise, I don't think there's enough of him on 
he's better in the Clone Wars because you get a little more character. But even in the Clone Wars, he's kind of one-dimensional. You know what I mean? It, he doesn't seem to tie into anything else. As a design, I think like he's cool. I think foil. he looks cool. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think the concept is cool. Uh, as as far his as story perf- goes, the, he, the closest thing I always grasp at is that his design is sort of a precursor to Vader. His performance you know what I mean? in combat was more impressive in that animated Jindakirikoski Clone Wars. Because he was really a badass. He was whipping right. ass in that. He, you didn't see him whip so much ass in Revenge, Revenge of, of the Sith, Sith when he no. fought Obi-Wan. It was kind of... That's why I say he's a little better in Clone Wars. Wars. Wouldn't you say, Johnny, that they, they do a little yeah. bit better job? Of Gr- Grievous, yeah. his screen time, if you really break it down, he's not in Revenge of the Sith that much. You know what I mean? He's there so they have a villain to tide, you know, to tide everybody over until Anakin falls to the dark side, more or less. But that's just so forced and unnatural. Yeah, there's I, no reason to complain about it. I'm being a negative Nancy. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all right. I mean, no, I've I've heard that I've heard that a lot, and I, you know, I, he's definitely not one of my favorites. You can you can say list your top twenty villains. He's not in my top twenty. And even exactly, like, I, you know, Count Dooku gets so little screen time. Count Dooku is one of my favorite Sith Lords, but just in concept. Like yes. I, can, I can imagine his story would be a neat movie. I, I yeah. think so. His his He sold me when he had Obi-Wan captive, and he was talking to him right. you know, about Qui-Gon. And he's yeah, like, you know, he's trying to that, play the Qui-Gon angle yeah. to get Obi-Wan on his side. And, the man he faced was, Master Yoda and lived. And live to tell about it. Yes. Um. What was I? What had else did you say? say. Oh. Uh, Dooku said something really cool. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um. Oh, he told the truth. Everything he said was true. That's crazy remember? to me, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. When he's talking to Obi Wan, everything he says, he says the Separatists are led by a Sith, Sith Lord. Lord. And he pretty much, without saying his, he he almost gives away Palpatine. It's like he's he's using the honesty. To try and get to what shock he wants him away from the truth. Right. You know what and, I'm saying? Yeah, and it's not like this episode's on breaking down Dooku, but maybe he really was like kind of calling to Obi Wan for help. Like, really, I dude, I need you to join me. Qui Gon would have joined me. That's what he said. Yep. I think uh, in the long run, Count Dooku probably still had dark purposes in mind. I think at that point he was a Sith Lord, but I think at that point he was probably thinking, "Hey, if I get this badass Obi Wan dude on my side." Who else better to help me well, take down Palpatine? You know, every, and then we can be Sith Lord and Apprentice. Every aspiring Sith Lord believes they can be a better, more powerful Sith Lord than the current one. That's how you progress within the Sith. Right, you that's kill the your whole master. rule of two. It is, and I can see where Dooku can believe that he would have been a wiser, more judicious Sith Lord than Darth Plagueis. Right, he, he felt he would have been a better evil lord i think he would have used all that power for what he considered a better good but it, w- it would have still been corrupt and evil also n- another character i feel like you get a better understanding on and more information by watching the clone wars uh you just watched that sort of recently didn't you johnny in the last year or so you went through yeah. the clone wars yeah this summer um I, most people know I'm, I'm a teacher i am an educator and i have the summers off so i dedicated like you know, one day a week to just plowing through as many Clone War episodes as I nice. could, and I it really did it 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 really rounded out the saga for me. And uh, 
and speaking of 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 Palpatine and Dooku and and Grievous, it really rounded them out, and especially Darth Maul. Like I was in love with Darth Maul the fucking second I saw the Phantom Menace trailer. Sometimes they he just nail a, a design. You know what I'm saying? I I freely admit and Ray Park to portray him. Yes, yeah, and and Ray Park's a great dude. Right, he's so nice on Twitter and stuff. You know what I mean? I know that's not like we don't know him because we read his tweets, but he's very friendly. Always no, and all the behind the scenes, he's always yeah. like playing with kids. Like he does everything. He's a really right. competent martial artist. Uh, oh yeah, and you no know joke. he he's legit. Yes, you know he can kick your fucking ass. Like he's legit. Um, with Darth Maul, what I think is cool is sometimes you just nail a design in Star Wars. I I freely admit that part of the reason I like Boba Fett so much is just because he looks cool. You know what I'm oh, no saying? Doubt. And the same thing goes with Darth Maul. We don't get that much of him in The Phantom Menace. We actually get way more in Clone Wars, especially character development for him. He speaks. He's got 10 times, 50 times as many lines in Clone Wars as he does in Phantom Menace. Yeah, and he has ambitions. And when Palpatine kills his brother, Mm -hmm. uh, Savage, Savage Opress, right? And he's like, I got plans for you, you know, instead of killing Darth Maul. Now... I see the look in Will's eye. He's shaking his head. The character of Savage Opress is cool. Name the that name character anything else, else you want to. To me, that's name a little savage cute. Savage Oppression? <laughs> yes, yeah, Savage Oppression, basically. Savage Oppress? Like, no. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> too overt. Too obvious. Why uh, don't you just name him Death Lord? Like, <laughs> kill kill person, or I don't know. I don't uh, know. Johnny, are you familiar with the Force, uh, the Force Unleashed? Those games? Yeah, I play those games, bro. You know what's funny is, um, and this is one of those things you hear about on the internet. He was a star killer. Yes, he was. Uh, Darth, well, they didn't call him Darth. He was His name was Starkiller. I think his real name was Galen Merrick or something like it that. It was Merrick, yeah. Um, but what's funny is in development meetings, they considered giving him a Darth moniker, you know, Darth so-and-so. And apparently George, this is... I a lot of people take this as George being serious and he really wanted it to be this guy's name, but I think it's George fucking with people, which you see <laughs> he does sometimes. Oh, he does. But he said that he should be called Darth Icky. Oh, he was fucking with him. Right? It has to be. It's Just whenever like, they ask him like who's your favorite character, he's always like Jar Jar. Immediately he says Jar Jar. Immediately. Cuz he knows it's going to twist some angry internet dude's tits that he says that his favorite character is Jar Jar. That's why I'll always love George Lucas cuz he doesn't come right out and shit talk, but he shit talks. You know what I mean? Yeah. George Lucas is very philanthropic. He is. I mean, especially with education. You can't fault the dude on – you can fault him for whatever you want, but you can't fault him on his his charitable endeavor, endeavors, I feel. You know what I mean? He at least has used his money for good causes. He partners with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, if I'm not mistaken. They always, And Edutopia. They always Edutopia. talk about that on NPR. They do. I'm surprised you listen to NPR. Uh, I remember Edutopia from just riding in the car with you and listening to NPR. Yeah. Um. Johnny, you were telling me on Twitter that you had a really weird story about someone that was sitting next to you during oh, The fuck. Force Awakens. Fuck this guy. All right, listen to this. All right. So I'm watching the greatest movie I've seen in years. Right. All right, it's Star Wars. Everyone, obviously, if you listen to a Star Wars podcast, you feel the same way. If you fucking have a Star Wars podcast, you feel the same way. Right. So I'm loving this fucking movie. Now, don't forget, this is 7 p.m. 
opening night. So if you wanted to see this movie at this time, you had to put work in. You had to show the fuck up on on Fandango at whatever it was. Let's say twelve oh one a.m. Right, and and fight through the fucking freeze screens and yep. just keep trying and trying and trying. So this motherfucker next to me was a hardcore fan. He right. gets up halfway through the film. I only notice because he he crosses me and he steps on my foot or whatever. Not a big deal. I'm not angry. Right, right. And he gets up, and I don't think anything of it. Then something happens, and I look to my right. This motherfucker ain't back yet. It's been like 15 minutes. So what do I start thinking about? Fucking terrorism. Oh, no. Oh, so I'm no. like, nah. So another fucking 15 minutes goes by. And I'm like, this son of a bitch still ain't here. I'm like <laughs> a half hour. And then I look, and he, he left his soda, which is like three quarters full, his little bag of popcorn full unopened box of raisinets. You know how much fucking money a box of raisinets is? That's like is? 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I'll say 525. <laughs> at least. At least. And he he ain't back yet. So now I'm convinced he's going to blow this fucking theater up. He left a bomb somewhere. I'm fucking on In my In the raisinets. Head. I took my phone. No, I, I ate the raisinets by then. <laughs> hey, he left them. <laughs> fucking Free game. You know, I, I, hadn't, I didn't see him, buddy. So I, I put my phone on light like lightly just turn the screen on and i'm on my fucking knees looking for a shoe bomb oh no people are looking at me like what the fuck and i'm like shh, shh. u.s marshal <laughs> calm down ma'am like, turn off your phone and i'm like fucking just chill so there was nothing there i do i do i shake the soda it's just soda i shake the fucking popcorn it appears to be just popcorn now i'm thinking when am i gonna die oh and man like and uh, and not not you know it's not like I had a good uh, knowledge of spoilers, so I knew that Star Killer Base would probably blow up. Even if you don't know spoilers, you you just you right. know they're gonna blow the fucking planet up. So I'm like, that's what's gonna happen I'm when the blow fucking up when planet the planet blows. I blow. Some, oh no! Some weirdo has it orchestrated so that he dies when the planet blows. Now um, the, the weird thing is, mm-hmm. I stay and watch the fucking movie, and he never showed back up. He never came back. So now after the Starkiller base blows up and I'm still here, I'm like, all right, what, end credits? When, when, Can you when imagine shows how antsy he was like the few minutes before that thing was going to blow? <laughs> oh, shit. Johnny's like, oh, holy shit. shit Sweating bullets. Up. She was like, the girl I was with was like, all right, you want to go? And I'm like, no. She's like, you want to watch the end credits, see if there's an extra scene? I said, bitch, this ain't Marvel. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I and I and I and every time I tell people this story, they're like, why don't you just fucking leave and see a later showing? Because it's like, Star Wars. It's Star, Star Wars. Like, this is the first one. That's fucking I was, dedication. I was ready to take shrapnel. Well, let's be honest. Like, if okay, if it's a bomb. There's not much you can do. But if, if Homeboy came back in with some sort of weapon, my man Johnny Grasso would have been on him like a fucking A-Team episode. Disarmed. What the shit? Take the clip I out the, of the I think the Raisinets gave it away. If your last meal is not going to be Raisinets. I would hope not. You know what I'm saying? Like if he was sitting there eating like That's prime not, rib. This is not me <laughs> hating. Like they're, It's not like they're not delicious. But Nothing against Raisinets. Right. Nothing against Raisinets. Um, you know, it, I, I snuck a fucking pizza into a movie once. Did like a really? whole pizza? Whole pizza. How did whole. you do that? I'm going to tell you how I did that. Okay. I fucking, uh, my movie theater's next to the mall. Right. Right. So you just get one of those big shopping bags. Right. Okay. That, you know, obviously, let's say the Gap. Okay. And and you get, the, you get the pizza, you just let the fucking cheese dry, you fucking throw that bitch on its side, boom. 
Right in the bag. Right in the bag. I've had a fucking – I ate a whole pizza during a movie one time. I think it was Troy. Nice. Brad Pitt. That's yeah. incredible. Right on. Now, you mentioned something uh, just a second ago. Um, I've only snuck beers. Beers and flasks. Oh, did you go with us – before I get to this question, did you go with us when we went to see one of the Transformers movies and snuck all that beer in? Probably. It was really awkward having <laughs> six people crack beers at the same Yeah, because like you would hear – It's like a chorus. And it was a, it was a fairly early on showing, like maybe even opening night. So it was packed. It was the first Transformers movie. And we took it's in like six people at once. Like, <clears throat> probably 30 beers between six people or something. And before the movie even started, I was slamming them. I was like, I'm just going to get this the awkwardness over now. I'm just going to slam all these beers. My last beer, the movie... Like uh, the last trailer has gone off, the movie's bl- the screen is black. It's dead silent in the theater. I go to hide my empty under my chair and knock over like ten beer bottles. It sounds like someone just got in a bar fight in this clink yeah. clink 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 yeah. clink clink all through the theater. The least smooth I've ever been trying to get away like, with something like that. There was this eerie silence over the theater right after that. Like <laughs> somebody was like, "Oh, that, those people are fucking drinking." Fucking assholes. <laughs> um, so, Johnny, you mentioned that you had uh, a fairly high uh, knowledge of spoilers going in, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting to us because we haven't really known anybody that followed the spoilers on the, you know, like I know the making Star Wars dudes and that's like their thing and uh, you're real tight with them. So it makes sense. And we're not the type to be like, Fuck you if you follow spoilers. You know what I mean? We're more of a do what you want. Like, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. You do that. I want to know, how did it feel like with the spoilers? Now, to preface this, um, once the movie came back, it came out, I went and read every post on making Star Wars that was spoiler related. Just to go back and see, like, the process and stuff. Because that interests me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Them piecing the movie together with what little bits they get here and there. But How amazingly close were they, huh? I mean, to be uh, – I know this is a small scene in the movie, but one of the things that blew my mind that they got was Finn finding the training remote in the Falcon. You know what yeah. I mean? Not because it's any bearing on the story or anything, but because it's such a small detail that they just nailed. You know what I mean? So the, to me, that kind of – I mean, of course it's impressive to me. They were – they knew what back in like March or April that Luke was only in the last scene of the movie. Oh, yeah, they knew. Oh, my God. That was – I mean, the, the two biggest spoilers that um, that they came up with was Han dying and Luke's right. – don't, don't, don't get hyped up over Luke. He's only in it in the very end. Which And, and they've been saying it and they've been saying it and – uh they were right. I mean, not only are they like, you know, Jason and Randy are like two amazing dudes. Right. But like they're fucking Absolutely. great at their job. Right. Like they nail this shit and they take so much shit from fucking Reddit clowns. We'll just classify them as and it comes from other places as fucking well. Fucking Reddit, man. Like Reddit is such an amazing resource. Do you know what I mean? Like right, the right. concept of Reddit and the community idea of Reddit is so awesome for it to be soured by a bunch of fucking assholes and i don't mean every redditor but you see a lot like any any reddit that you may may uh view like uh after the movie came out i started going to star wars leaks the reddit are you familiar with this 
Johnny? Uh, I only see it when it's like posted on Twitter when it revolves around uh, Jason. Cause That's I what I'm talking I, about. Like, I need to know who I have to go fucking kill. What's funny is <laughs> right. I go metaphorically back- speaking, officer. <laughs> I go back. I went back and you know viewed real old threads where people were basically saying this dude is one million percent wrong. None of this is true. You know what you don't see now is a lot of that because people are like, oh. The dude was right about damn near everything. You know what I mean? And yeah. th- that's got to feel kind of nice for them. Although, you know, what the fuck? You hope that he can just not worry about these assholes on Reddit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. What are you guys doing to each other? I don't other? even know. I can't even explain it. <laughs> Destiny. I don't know. It's like a laugh off. I can't. Even, it's like a, I look at him and I get the giggles. It fucking happens, man. Yeah. It's too handsome. It's uh, this is what happens when you have two handsome dudes staring each other down. Will's no. fucking hot, Whatever, right? Dude. Whatever, Johnny's the Will's handsome. Hot. I'm digging that hair, dude. Yeah, you like the bun? I'll I mean, oh, 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 man, bun action. Yep. Um. So, what? Long story. I know it took a while to get around to this. How did knowing all that stuff? You know what I mean? How did that affect your your movie going uh, experience? Uh, uh. And. Uh, hold on. There's there's a there's a B question of this. All right. Um, was there anything that you didn't know that when you went to the movie you were like, oh shit, that's a surprise. Oh, Ben Ben Solo. Oh, see, that's the one thing I could never find any mention of that before the movie coming out that that was Kylo's real name was Ben. You Solo. know why? Why is that? Because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. Ben Ben Kenobi. Look, I don't. All right. Let me answer your. Well, just make a little either mm-hmm. for later today or, or a podcast a date. I'd, I, I'd like to fucking rant about Ben Solo's. Okay. Name. But uh, to answer your first question, I'd like to hear that now. Actually. All right. You, all right. Well, we'll, well, start. we'll get we'll get to that secondly because that that okay, all since right. it applies to the B, I will hold you know, my so, horses. Yeah, hold hold them. <laughs> you but stallion. I, I, I want to get I want to get on on that action. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're gonna okay. Um. So, all right. Everything other than Han dying, I forgot. Everything, oh, really? everything they said from, you know, like you said, like the Jedi training tool to the, um, oh God, I'm such a bad Star Wars fan. What's the chess game? The table? The Jarek. The Jarek uh, table to, you know, look for Simon Pegg, look for Daniel Craig, look like all the, all the, uh, the name of this planet and, you know, Phasma, da da da. Everything they said that was a spoiler, I forgot. Except Han dies. Right. Which how are you going to forget that once you hear it? You can't forget that one. And Luke uh, is only going to be in it in the very, very, very end. Okay. Everything else, I forgot. And not only did I forget it, I forgot it probably like the next day. So if I heard it Monday, Tuesday, you, know, you were done. Available on Mondays. Yeah, Tuesday, I forgot it. You know, and and then the Han dying thing. If if you if you follow Star Wars like like we do, you knew Harrison Ford wanted out of the oh, original. Trilogy. You knew he did. That's the thing. Will I, and I, you, I felt it coming a mile. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I was about to say. Will and I didn't follow spoilers. I didn't think the I man went was the sign on to the movie, and when he signed on to the movie, I was like, oh, he's doing this. The is person. it? Yeah. Like right. even before we started podcasting. That uh, Will and I, because um, you know, Will spent some time where he didn't live in Birmingham, and when Disney bought Star Wars, he wasn't living here. So I called him and like gave him the dish. We talked for a little while, and then I would keep him, in, you know, updated on casting rumors and things like that. 
And then as soon as we heard here, I remember the day talking on the phone and him being like, you think they're going to kill Han? Yep. Yep. I think yep, they're going to kill Han. Pretty sure they will. So while I kind of saw it coming, you know, the thing I said from the beginning is they got to do it right. Like, don't give Han Solo a lame death. And you know what? I think they actually gave him a more emotional death than um, even I would have predicted. His last attempt was to save his son's soul, basically. Without sounding cheesy, it's pretty fucking beautiful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's touching. Makes it even more sad. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and even if you didn't have those thoughts going into the movie, when Leia says, bring my boy back, you're like, oh, he's fucked. Oh, he's done. Oh, yeah. And it, to me, it was sealed the minute they set up where everybody else in the main cast is watching what's happening. You know what I mean? They're setting oh, it up yeah. where Ray and Finn can see it. Chewie can see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, shit. Here it comes. So, you know, wh- while I, I can understand where if you knew that beforehand, you'd be like, well, fuck. That giant. I know uh, Han dies. But it's that, it's a big spoiler, but not necessarily even the biggest spoiler. That, that giant bridge was huge yeah. foreshadowing as well. Oh, yeah. Um, where I almost feel like the fact that Kylo was Han's son was... Um, was more of a spoiler that Han died. You know what I mean? It's more ex- unexpected to make the main villain Han and Leia's kid, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are we at a part where we can talk about Ben Solo? Yes. Okay, so you said the one thing that surprised you um, was Ben Solo, his name being Ben. Yeah, it surprised me because, A, I didn't know it. Right. And, B, it's fucking stupid. Okay. Why well, do you, why why do you why feel do you that, babe, stupid? buddy? buddy? All right. Um, I'm going to assume he was named after Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. I mean, it only makes sense, right? All right. Now, if I'm wrong, I apologize. Uh, Maybe we can tweet Pablo because he does answer a lot of shit. Uh, But if he's if he's named after Obi-Wan Kenobi, who the fuck is Obi-Wan Kenobi to Han? Nobody. He's that old fossil. He knew him for fucking 10 minutes on a fucking Death Star. That is Uh, true. (laughs) Well, longer than that. But they took a little space trip together. But uh and and Leia didn't didn't know him at all. Okay, she, now think this of, would think be of the message. Okay, like you serve my father exactly. Now in this the Clone would wars. You th- have no idea who I am. My father. Blah 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 blah. So who fucking named this kid Ben? Now this okay. This would be my one argument against that, and it's it might be a little bit of a stretch. Okay, it would be that they named him Ben because without Ben Kenobi. Han and Leia would have never met. You see what I'm saying? That's a so that's a stretch. I it mean, is a I've, stretch. You've mentioned that on your podcast before. I am an avid listener. Fair enough. Uh, and 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 uh, so now I can say it to you as you say it on your podcast. No. Okay. I mean, I get it. I respect it. But oh, it look, just, it's not it's, gonna hurt my feelings that you disagree with me. I'm not gonna. Name, I'm not gonna block you on Twitter because of this one <laughs> small. You know. Here, here are names that would have worked better than Ben Kenobi. Okay. Bale. Bale would have been cool. Okay. Anakin. Even Chewbacca. Chewie. <laughs> uh, okay. Here, I think it's, Chewbacca Solo. It's not. It's not unheard of. You know, it's their family. Like from what I understand, Han, Leia, and Luke were very still very close after. The events of Return of the Jedi until the schism of the Jedi Academy stuff went down. But, like, the first 
child, the firstborn son into the Skywalker family would be named Ben Kenobi after, you know, honoring. To me, Ben, and I see what Johnny is going with here. He is the mentor to their grandfather. Like, yeah, I mean, that's who instructed the grandfather in the ways of the force. It's Mm -hmm. who instructed the son in the ways of the force. You know, now uh, I can see what Johnny's saying in that. It almost makes more sense for Luke to name his kid Ben. It does. I agree. But they did that in the EU. Did you know that, Johnny, that Luke has a kid I named did. Ben? I did. Also, I also know that they called, there was an Anakin Solo. There and was. Maybe that's, that's why they avoided it. I don't know. They shouldn't have. But why avoid that if you're going to just take one of the other? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It was ex- ben, ben Skywalker, Anakin Solo, Jason Solo. Right. Yeah. John, yeah, yeah. Jaina or whatever. Jaina. My question is... Um, yeah, why why do that if if and not do Anakin? It almost seems like well, we could name him Anakin, but everybody associates Anakin with the prequels. You know what I mean? And I hope yeah. it wasn't that. I think Anakin would have been awesome because it would have actually given Kylo Ren more of a connection to his grandfather. Exactly. Like, like my name is is Johnny after my uncle who passed away when he was thirty. Oh, uh, so my bad my, buddy. Ah, oh, that's cool. I mean, thank you. Uh, so my dad was, that was my dad's idol. That was my dad's older brother. Right. So on. he, he knew like that day, you know, if I ever have a son, I'm going to call him Johnny. So I, I feel, gotcha. I feel a connection to this man. Right. You know, that's my namesake, you know, and, and I think it would have made the Kylo Ren, you know, I will finish what you started grandfather even stronger if they fucking weren't pussies and named him Anakin. You know what? I can kind of see that. I can also, but it's like, who wants to name their kid Adolf? After the Second World War, I mean, like, yeah, that's true. You you know maybe solid. You, you don't name him Anakin because you don't want him to turn to the dark side like Anakin. You don't even want even him though to that have should that. happen. You know what well, I mean? Well, Han said there's too much Vader in him, right? Which I thought the more I think about it, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. There's too that much is he Vader nailed it. He nailed yeah. it too. Yeah, hey, somebody put that, that fucker good. He can act. <laughs> he sure can. Gee, is that the first time we hear Han say? The name Vader in any of the movies? I'm trying to think about Empire Strikes Back while they're on Cloud City. Right. You got to think that the Empire, no, Lando goes, the Empire got here right before they arrived, right before you did. And he goes, well, thanks, buddy. Yeah. And he fucking, yeah. And they then, didn't even ask me any questions. They didn't even, yeah, I don't think he says Vader. No. I mean, I know that's like, but if you're ever at a bar. You know what I'm saying? And they're doing trivia night. He never said Jedi either until this movie either, I don't think. Mm, you might be right. I mean, that, I'm sure there's a ton of No, he did. Have... Return of the Jedi when he... Uh, a Jedi, a Jedi. Knight. Uh, Jedi That's Knight. true. Yeah, good right. fucking good call, buddy. That's good. <clears throat> um, I shouldn't play Johnny in trivia. <laughs> so, uh, so, needless to say, you dug the movie. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, I, I, listen, I, I, halfway through the movie... I, I shook this woman's arm, and I was like, she's like, what? And I was like, is this movie this fucking awesome? Or you know, I- oh, my God. I, this is really – halfway through the movie, I leaned over to my fiance Jesse, and I was like – Is Jesse there? She is. Do you want to say hi? Yeah, later, later, before I leave. Okay, okay. She's she's like no no she's all but she looks extra cute today she 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 fucking straightened her hair which I'm a big fan of and I know that shit was because she's he's talking to Johnny Grasso tonight mm-hmm. I gotta have my good look Grasso. on she's Don't got 
she's got this fucking um, this uh, sweater on that I call her Ray sweater because it kind of looks like what Ray wears at the end of The Force Awakens. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not weird. She's 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 wine drunk right now and feeling self conscious. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. Um, was there anything that didn't? You know, I love the movie. As I've said, it's still too early for me to rank. You know what I'm saying? In the the pantheon. I need to let it settle. See how it feels on multiple, multiple viewings. Was there anything that didn't exactly work for you? That didn't strike the right yeah. chord? Yeah. And then just, just to finish that other story. So I said to her, I said, I'm, you know, is it just me? I'm just biased because this, this was my, this is my life. And she's like, no, no, it's this fucking awesome. And I was like, all right, cool. So yeah. it was like kind of like pitching myself. It's like it's now realized this is awesome. Right. Um, yeah, I actually um, – I can rank them. Uh, I, guess, we'll, we'll, I guess we can save that for a little later uh, or whenever you want me to. Go uh, for I it now it, if I, you want. Give I, us I have it. Rank. I have it ranked. I have it ranked. My first one is still Empire Strikes Back. Right. Same. Agreed. Same. I just find it's just – that's a fucking – just it's a perfect film. Isn't it I'm though? Pacing. Isn't it though? It's like Back to the Future. It's a perfect oh. film. Perfect film. Ghostbusters. Yes. You like Ghostbusters? Oh my god! Yeah, perfect dude, Vakeman. I fucking modeled myself after fucking Peter Vakeman. The only reason I went to college is because I wanted to be called Doc- <laughs> Doctor Doctor Grosso. Doctor Grosso. Yeah, I fell short of that, by the way. Yeah, fair enough. Don't we all? I didn't even graduate college, so you got one up on me, my friend. You left Mississippi State. I did. Art school, mm, bad decision. That's all I'll say. Art school. You know, I, you know what? I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this. When I was a kid. I saw the 60-minute special about the Phantom Menace. Do you remember this? Back when the I've Phantom s- Menace came out, there was a 60-minute special. Yeah, I've seen everything. That was all about the CG. Yeah, it's on the DVD, too. Yeah, and I saw that, and I was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to do computer animation. And then I went to Mississippi State for exactly that. And it's not exactly the easiest program to get in. You have to do a lot of art school leading up to the computer animation School. It's actually sort of a master's program. Long story short, they canceled the program. They canceled the computer animation program. I went into graphic design for a little bit and didn't really dig it. And then, fuck it. College dropout. So, long story short. Uh, but we were talking about what you didn't really dig. All right. Um, I feel so bad saying this. I don't, I don't blame John Boyega. But some of his lines were really forced, like the comedy, the timing. I, I don't blame him. I thought when it was time for him to be funny and it made sense in the film, he was an amazing actor. Right. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Uh, I only saw his one other movie, Attack to Block, and he was right. really good. Right. Uh, but some of them, some of those lines, it was like it was it was bordering on funny for funny's sake. Let me force it in. And it just didn't make sense. Now, here's where it did make sense. When he was talking to BB-8, right? amazing. Amazing. I was like, what about- he made BB-8 a real person. He pulled a Tom Hanks castaway shit. BB-8 was fucking Wilson to me. <laughs> He's, BB-8 became a real person when John Boyega did that scene with him. What it was about amazing. the interaction with Chewbacca in the Sig Bay? Yeah, that was good. I mean, that was that was a little that was see that's too far for me. That I gotcha. was be, that, that would be one of the moments where like that's why I was asking. Yeah, that that was one of the moments. It was too far. Another moment where it was too far when he was just he just met Ray like literally real time, three minutes, and he's like, "Do you have a boyfriend? Cute boyfriend? 
Like, hey, like, look, come on. That dude has been in a military since he was a baby. He's looking to get his noodle wet, my friend. You know what yeah, I'm saying? But not at that time. They're they're running for okay. Their lives. Fair enough, but sense. you know, in the back of his mind, maybe he's thinking, "And hey, we're gonna get this ship fucking fixed, and then the next thing you know, Finn's becoming a man." The scenes on the quad laser cannon turret. No, no, no. It's when it's when they get they get away from Jakku, and she's fixing the motivator. Right? There's a motivator that's gonna leak poisonous gas or whatever right, 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 right. and he's like uh why do you got to get back to jakku so bad you got a boyfriend cute boyfriend no okay. that's what you're talking about right yeah 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 that was one of them yeah you know uh really uh maybe it was just the difference in humor that i think it was a sort of a new take on humor in star wars almost you know what i mean but the only part that and i've talked about this on the previous two podcasts the only part with Finn that just doesn't ring true for me or doesn't sit right. It's not even the story element. I, like I understand its place in the story, but that part where he comes clean to Ray and Mazes, I think it is. I think I've come down to it that there's something in the acting about it that just doesn't feel genuine. I can't even remember what he says. Then you looked at me like nobody ever else looked. Oh, at me. that line was horrible. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No one's ever looked at me like that before. Yeah, exactly. It's um, like because you know she thought you were gonna like fucking save her life, dude. And, and, like, and that's what she was looking at. And like I said, it's not. I understand the need for that in the story. I understand you need the moment where Finn comes clean. There's just something about that one section that is not my favorite. That and the Raftars. Are on, my only two the Reptars? I'm not yeah. a huge fan of the Raftars scene. We're um I I don't remember if I I said this on a podcast where we were fucking playing Battlefront together and I mentioned it, but right. like I really wanted them to be like baby Sarlaccs. Right, I think that was during Battlefront because you and Will we were, were talking about that. just like yeah. yeah, just go throw them in a pit and that's what uh, you know becomes a scar- a Sarlacc. Yeah, Will, let's fucking write episode eight. Let's, we'll kill that shit. Let's do it. Hey man, don't leave me out of this shit. I'll help you guys. I'll come up with the fucking dildo jokes for episode eight. We'll take this shit. No, see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an animation studio. Did you just say podcast rule of two? You motherfuckers look at each other in the (laughs) eyes in this fucking in this Skype, and you cut me out. Two handsome dudes cutting out the normie. Not even the normie. Not at all. Not at all. What's going on here? Not at all. So besides, uh, you know, a few moments from Finn, what were some of your other... And look, I realize when I say that maybe we didn't like this, we're talking about things we didn't like in a movie we love. I just want to reiterate that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted more uh, Poe. Yes, me too. I wanted more space battle at the end. You know, I wanted more... uh, more of the of the aerial assault, the space battle, what have you, the X wings versus the Tie Fighters, because yeah. they really did a great job balancing that in all the other movies, yes. especially episode four, especially episode uh, six. They did a real good job. Yeah, they did. I totally agree. And um, and I think Poe. Everyone's like Poe's the next Han Solo. Poe's the next Han Solo. And like like I, I'm in, I'm in that camp too, as unoriginal as that is. I but. I, I definitely like the fact that there's not enough Poe bothers me. Unfillable shoes is what I have to say about that. There is no yeah. there is no next well, Han Solo. How much did you love Poe? He was awesome. I really loved Poe. Poe po may be a better pilot than any pilot I've ever seen, but that's his thing. 
Like yeah. Poe's the me, ace pilot. Poe is solo. To me, Poe is more like Wedge with personality. You you know what I mean? I, he's by, a paladin. By, he's convicted of his, you know, kind of in the opposite end of General Hux. He cool. is convicted of the the resistance's righteousness. Oh, I I hear you. I hear you. I guess by by the next Han Solo, I mean the the, the next ladies man cool guy that I'm going to fucking relate well, to. Well, that's right. probably like, true. No. I think you're 100% right I'm, about that. I'm thinking bad boy smart And I am looking for a serious bro down between him and Finn and the next one. You know what I mean? I want to see that friendship develop more. Yeah, they were that was those were great moments. Those were great. The jacket fucking It looks good great. on you. The bro moments were great. Yeah. They and I just think that's um, what's his name? Oscar Isaac. He's an amazing actor. I've I, seen everything he's done. He's legit. I, I watched uh, Ex Machina maybe about a month before Star Wars came out because it came up on uh, Amazon Prime Instant Video or whatever. And it's a yeah. movie I want Will to come over and watch with me because it is so good. And it's Donal Donal Donal. Donald yeah, Gleason. Donald, Donald. It's it's really his will, so it's really his movie. It's more of a Donald Gleason movie. Mm-hmm. But like but uh he what do you think he plays? He plays like the Bill Gates, Steve Jobs type, right? Yeah. Us? Like an early version. Like a young yeah. upcoming Bill Gates or Steve Jobs. Like if Steve Jobs worked out and fucked bitches, it would be Oscar Isaac in this movie. Yeah. Nice. Talk about talk about where I want to be. <laughs> Talk about the Dude, life he, I he creates live. the movies about like, uh, and I'm sorry if I cut you off because you're just a little lower than than Hawes. No, so if I cut you off, I'm sorry. You're all right. Uh, just give me one of these, and then I'll, I'll know to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, man, I think we're working well. All right. Um, he basically creates the ultimate fuck toy. I mean, okay. long story short, th- I if I were to describe Ex Machina, um to anybody it would be the story of a guy that gets put in a room with a hot robot to see how long it is before he tries to fuck it um that's the 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 hall's cliff notes i mean that's way more complex than that but that sounds like any psychological experiment i ever heard of (laughs) right that's your that's your jam that's what you went to school for i have a bachelor's degree in clinical psychology uh the funny thing about that is that there's a family guy skit where it's they they throw off some joke and it's like oh in robotic school that's like the time they made an android and the professor is in the front and he's like oh yeah i made this android and it's completely capable of full ranges of motion and the everybody's hand goes up and he was like yes can you fuck it and he was like <laughs> well i don't believe let next question can you fuck it like <laughs> every that was everybody's question and i think that if you create an automaton that is going to be one of the first applications, you know, that and military purposes. If I know human, you know, if I know humanity and mankind like I think they do, its use as a military weapon and a sex doll will be the the first. That's why that's why Marvel's full of shit, dude. They never explored that angle with Iron Man. Right. Well, I think that's trying to, you're trying to keep it PG-13. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um um so um Man, sitting here talking, we're going to have to have you. I mean, hopefully, I'm You're not, such a good guest, John. Yeah, I don't want saying there's so much. There's yeah. such a well of untapped. I don't want to information speak, here. I don't want to speak like, out of turn and say, "Oh, you're definitely coming back," but we got to have you back because just sitting here, I'm thinking of more and more topics I want to bring up with you. But we're going to keep getting through the, the episode seven stuff. Um, yeah. 
No, no, just to, just to answer that question, like I, I want to be back as often as you'll have me. Well, thanks, buddy. We this really appreciate blast, it. Dude. Um, Oh, we do. Jesse just shut up. Jesse's right, like now you got to bring her in. Shut up. Okay, she's talking shit. Now look, look. Jesse, she said. Jesse just said, said both of you guys have giant. Man I know, crushes. right? Way you guys have look giant at that. man crushes on him. Look yes, at that ogre and look at that pretty lady. That is a man who has scored outside of his you means. Have, you are adorable, right? I know. I'm a lucky fella, dude. High five. Yeah, sky high five. five. High five. Um. No, Will, if you high-five, that's awkward. <laughs> Very. I just verbal high-five. Yeah, I didn't you know, keep a hand up. That was the verbal pat on the back. I'm like, you know, good job, I, best I, friend. Can, it's like winky face. I love it. Can, I, can I be honest? About yeah. Jesse? What's that? Can I be honest about Jesse? Absolutely. When she she won me over when I was like, this this woman sounds awesome. When she said, or you referred to it on a prior podcast, that when people make jokes about you, she gets real fucking pissed off. Oh, and dude, I, that's silly. And I nothing. heard her in the background, and it's like she, I like I've ne- I've never seen her before, but she always sounded like she looks sweet, you know, sweet innocent young girl. But then, like when Hawes told the story about blah 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 my legs blah blah blah, she was like. Motherfuck, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, that's the type of girl I need to find. Dude, I'm like, just going to be completely really honest. Yeah. Like, She's going to stab somebody for you someday. Like, she might. You need to appreciate that shit. So my view on it is like, I should, right, by the way. I should have a sense of humor about it. You know what I'm saying? It's the only way you're going to get through just about anything. The one thing I have learned is like, Jesse will tolerate any of my dumb jokes. Any of them. Except for the self-abuse. If, if, if I go after myself, which I have a very self deprecating sense of humor so but she hates it like and clearly i'm joking fury like she gets so mad if i start joking about myself and not unnecessarily rightly so i mean fair enough she cares about you yeah understandably she's like you can tell those jokes to everybody else but i don't think they're fucking yeah so uh, like i wait until jesse's not here and will's not here or and will comes over and i'm like oh i got some jokes about myself to tell you i'm such an idiot (laughs) 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 i'm so fucking dumb not Um, as funny as he thinks they are so it's not funny it's looks just getting fired up now It's not funny. Jesse, I, whenever so. you, I don't think you'll ever need my help, but I got, I got your back. Right, I got her back too. Uh, and I just realized she probably can't hear me, and she can't hear you. But that's what I will pass say. on I the message. Got her back. Um, so now that we've covered, you know, that your experience with episode seven, what you may not have liked as much, what do you want to see going forward? This is what I like talking about now. Where do uh, we go from yes. here? All right, I'm just gonna as it's just quickly as it comes in my mind. Okay, I want I want to see I want to see Kylo Ren learn Force Lightning. Yes, that has to be something that comes back, right? Dude, it has to. It will uh, definitely coming back. And like when you say complete your training, to like, me that know, means Sith training. Yes, yes, and right? it means it, it. It totally means in my mind, uh, Force Lightning because Snoke saw him get his ass kicked. Even though he did take a fucking, you know, blast to the to the stomach. Right. But Snoke's like, shit, I got to fucking complete your training. You need to throw lightning at this bitch. That'll help you. Yeah, I, I can see that. I also want to see him evolve into more of a Vader type. There's one thing, like, and I don't want to harp on the fact that I'm not the biggest Adam Driver fan. 
You know what I'm saying? But I'm not. He's not I, I, He's not a dude I would hang out with, I don't think. If you know what I'm saying? Um, but the more and more I see the movie and think about it, there's something fucking right on point with his weird combination of like rage and calmness. It's you angst. know what I'm saying? It's angst and torment. Like it's he's so full of emotion and rage and just yeah. it's like a teenager. Like and I hate to say that, but I that see what you rage mean. Rage and angst, you know, that's very and it's all being hidden behind the mask and therefore channeled through yeah. negative negativity and bullying. Do you think we're going to see uh, any costume changes to Kylo in the next one, Johnny? I, I mean, I Yeah, I think I, so I, I I definitely do. I I think they're setting it up for like the 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 Vader. Like I think by episode nine, he'll be full fledged in a fucking breathing lung. You think so? You think something close if to he's it? Not yeah. redeemed by then. I do, and and that's that's. Uh, I I I also feel that he's going to turn, and we're going to have yeah. episode eleven. Wait, hold on, ten, eleven, twelve. Right. And I think he's going to be the good guy. You think so? I do. <sighs> I can see where you say that. And if that's how if that's how we have to get episode 10, 11, 12, whatever. I, I, I you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, Jason Jason the Ward for making Soros on net. Now this is podcasting. Right. Yeah, uh, I don't you know what? Fuck. Was this his opinion or was he telling me? But he was like, Oh no, we're having ten, eleven, twelve. Oh really? He's yeah. he firmly believes that makes me happy i yeah. know it's ridiculous because we're only one movie into this new no, trilogy I, okay but i'm a little anxious like i don't want it to end after nine I've i want l- more i've you been know what learning I'm a lot about business sense and building brands why the fuck would you not make another trilogy after this one is done as right. disney if you own the rights to this property like it yeah. only makes financial sense i don't continue. think disney bought star wars to only make Three episodic movies and then three spinoffs, and I don't think spinoffs can carry the brand on forever. Eventually, no. I think you have to come back to if, the if, uh, the saga. The property is going yeah. to have to be in all markets: TV, cinema, video games. It's going to have to stay relevant. Evergreen where media is. Um, so the thing is, is I almost feel like, and I know you know, there's different ways you can take this, but like. Can you redeem Kylo after he kills Han Solo? That's the question that I'm interested to see the answer to because, you know, such a hardcore fan as myself instantly feels like no, no you can't. This is what this is what you need. I'm actually going to I'm going to put my dick jokes away and I'm actually going to get real for a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Dick and fart humor aside, I think redemption is possible because we're going to establish not we. Lucasfilm's going to establish that eh, Kylo Ren had a right to be upset with his father. You know? They did, sort of. And if and you if think you, about it. All you need to do is be able to relate to the reason. Right. A little bit. Then, he still got a mom. That's true. And right? an uncle. And an uncle. I think he's going to try and kill his uncle, though. I think he's, so, too. I, th- I think he's got a mom. I think he's going to be put in a, in a position from Snoke. And Snoke's going to be like, killer. And he's going to be like, I can't. And that's going to like start winning you over. You're going to establish before that that Han wasn't the greatest dad. So you're like, all right, I can kind of get that. I hate my dad too, man. And then, um, and then you've got Rey. I think he's going to have an opportunity to destroy Rey, and he's not. 
And I would love Fair to enough. see like a one. I would love to see a fucking Kylo Ray love story. Two things that I find. So you don't. Oh, okay. You go ahead. Well, was, two things that you find. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I no. just threw Will off the tracks. My bad, buddy. It's all right. Here, um, look at Johnny. He'll he'll bring it back to you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes, I'm he will. Gonna get a, get a case of the giggles. Uh, <laughs> it's the two things about Kylo Ren's motivation. He wants. Um. Oh my God! I have lost it. I have totally lost it. Okay, lost well, the idea. Go back to what you're talking about. So, Johnny, you around. said you would like to see a Kylo and Ray love story. You don't think they're related? I okay. Do, I think I don't. All right. How about this? There's there's what I think and there's what I want. How about that? I think they're okay. related. I think they're related. I don't want them to be. And here's why. I want to follow a star walk a sky a star Jesus Christ star killer. I want to follow a Skywalker. And they gave me that. Right. All right. I have my Skywalker. I'm happy. So Ray in my mind doesn't have to be a Skywalker too. I have my Skywalker. I want to like my Skywalker. Like Well, ah. that's where they really have to and if and if this is the plan, if the plan is to redeem Kylo, they really have to work on redeeming him and making us like him. And it's a it's a tough road. That's quite a task now that he's it's, killed his father. It's a but who is Han Solo. Exactly. But you also have to sort of look at other things in the Star Wars universe. Anakin killed a group of kids. Yeah. And then re- redeemed him. True. Now, this is the difference. We didn't know those fucking kids. Is yeah. it tragic? Of course. Is it fucked up? Of course. But we know Han Solo intimately as fans i remember what i was gonna say the two things that really make me think that he might choose salvation or come back around to the light side it is is his voice admission to feeling a pull towards the light right and his obsession with power he says to you know in his ruminations towards darth vader he's like show me the power of the dark side once again and i will finish he's having some sort of doubt about the power of the dark side right. and he needs another example to to confirm you know confirm his faith or belief or whatever, uh, it, it there's a potential that Luke could demonstrate a severe amount of power to gain his respect for the light side of the Force once again. Because if his ultimate pursuit is to be the most powerful, if the lights if he's shown that the light side is stronger than the dark side, that may increase his pull towards the light. <clears throat> okay, I, I like that a lot. Can I might be can I uh, give you guys just a crazy hair brain theory? Um, what if we continue? Now this is mixing a little bit of both you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um, what if we continue the Skywalker legacy in this way? What if Ray is not related to Luke or Han? You know, what if she is a new unknown, plausible but improbable? I feel that way too, but let's just say she is for argument's sake or for this theory's sake. Okay, you guys following? I'm there. Yeah. What if her and Kylo do have some kind of fucked up romance? He turns to the light in the last movie, sacrifices himself, but she's carrying his kid. That would be very Star Wars. Right? You see what I'm saying? Like, Kylo's gone, but she's left with Kylo's kid, who is. Therefore, going to be carrying on the Skywalker legacy. You see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense to I, you guys? No, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, I know it's maybe a little far-fetched, but I'm only saying that because 
unfortunately, I really want Ray to be Luke's kid. And you know why I want Ray Luke to be Luke's kid? Because I want Luke to have a kid that badass. You know what I'm saying? She is is, very worthy of being Luke's kid as a character, as a Incredibly powerful. Exactly. Incredibly powerful, but untrained, in the words of Kylo Ren. She's more powerful than she knows. So you were saying there's there's what you think and what you want, right, Johnny? And that was what you think, right? I I think she's a Skywalker. Okay. And what you want is for her to not be a Skywalker. Right. That... I want I want her to be a former student. Like I want her to okay. <laughs> I want her to be a former student. Uh and that's how Luke knows her and that's how, you know, she was just one of those force sensitive kids that he trained. And then uh I want her to uh fuck Kylo Rotten and have some fucking Skywalker babies. I mean, we could go that way. It could be very possible Rotten. that we go that way. Uh you know, we won't see <laughs> the bonin. But Ransom. that's all right. We can think about it. We got close. I think about it already. <laughs> um, so uh, besides besides that, what do you want to see going forward? Like, what do you want to see for for? Let's go with um, you know, just for the sense of the sake of brevity, let's go with what do you want to see from the main characters, the new main characters? Uh, you know, Finn, Poe, Ray, Kylo. Yeah. I like to see I like to see Finn grow up and kind of like lead the ground troops because I like the fact that he doesn't fly and I want to stay with that. You know what I mean? Right. I like the fact that he's a soldier. Yeah. I uh, I'd like to see kind of Poe do the the Han Solo slash Lando lead the fleet thing, which he's already doing. Right. You know, um obviously Ray, I'd like to see her follow the path of the Jedi. Uh Snoke, um I'd like to see Snoke fight you know, like kind of like how we only saw Palpatine do it like that one time. Right. I'd like to see Snoke really get into it. I want to see him have an abusive relationship. You like this? Mm-hmm. With Kylo Ren. You know what I mean? Like kind of smacking the light out of him. Um, I want to see uh, Snoke fucking destroy Luke Skywalker. You want to see him kill Luke. Luke's got to die. Luke's going to be a force ghost. I feel, I hope it's, the only reason I hope it's not the next movie, and I feel, I know this is selfish purposes that doesn't necessarily serve the story. I just want to see Luke at least make it through this trilogy. And when I say make it through this trilogy, if he's got to die, I would I would prefer it to be in the third one. I really got this hang up. I want to see Luke start a new Jedi Academy. I really do. I mean, I do too, but I know the if whole prophecy starts, about the balance of the force, but does the balance of the force necessarily have to mean in number? Like, I feel if like there's a super powerful villain right. having a few less powerful Jedi could still be balance in the force. I feel the balance of the force 100% um, uh, per- pertains to the Sith. I don't know about you guys, but like, I feel like if there's balance in the Force, there can still be, quote-unquote, dark side Jedi or dark Jedi that aren't necessarily Sith. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's just a little nitpicky and like, you know what I'm saying, sort of. From what I understood from the original Knights of the Old Republic storylines, like that's possible. The potential well, they... to have a truly neutral Jedi, but I, yeah. I, I don't know if that's still canon. You know, the the, as... the Mortis arc in Clone Wars. That's a good example. Um, when they were like Sith, shut the fuck up. I'm something way beyond Sith, or you know, 
That's yeah. basically what he He's ends like, up saying. Bitch, I'm the living force. You need to recognize. I think it was the exact quote. That, you, that would be fucking awesome if he just broke it down like that. Um, exact quote. Um, exact quote. <laughs> I still have this, and I know it's silly. Do you guys remember um, the the trailer for the Knights of the not Knights of the Old Republic, just the Old Republic, where you saw that giant battle where there was like. A ton of Sith versus a ton of Jedi. Yeah, they showed up on Coruscant and like. Yeah, they took over Coruscant. I think that would be cool to see. I don't think we will. I got to YouTube it. What was it called? Uh, just look up the Old Republic All right, cinematic. I'll do that later. Yeah. And um, and there's a bunch of them, and they're actually really, really well done. Regardless of how you feel about the game or the setting, those cinematics are top notch. There's a few of them, um, and they sort of go in sort of a, a chronological order. Um. Uh, what do you think the 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 fate or the state, rather, of the Falcon is going to be in the next one? Who do you think's? Oh, I, who's going to be in it? Oh, yeah. dude, I oh, go ahead, Johnny. No, go ahead, Will. No, I was just going to say Ray and Chewie. I, I believe are the. I, I think they set the that intended up, right? pilot co-pilot. I, I think you're right for the first half of Episode Eight, but Ray has to separate separate from the falcon right because she can't just be always flying the falcon she's going the path of the jedi and the falcon's going to lead the fleet right so i think eventually you're going to see poe and the falcon what if it's lando what if they bring in lando there's not a bigger lando fan than me dude oh man i would i would cosplay as lando but i i'm just something it's not right it's the mustache you know you know what somebody brought this up like what if uh finn is handicapped in episode eight, because you know he took that. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Bright and like maybe he's a Star Wars first handicapped hero. Of course, it would be a black guy. You know what I'm saying? I can't go as Finn to fucking Star Wars Celebration or Pensacon because I'm a, a fat white guy. You know what I'm saying? People would be like, "What <laughs> the fuck fat. do you think you're doing, man? Like that's going way too far." That would be my luck. Like, I guess Jesse left because I don't hear her yelling at you. She's, she's plugging her ears, being like, "I don't want to hear this shit right now." She's actually uh, tuning us out, just scrolling through Reddit. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, have I ever told you my story about meeting Billy D. Williams? No, I love Billy D. Uh, so I went to, Jesse and I go to this Comic Con in Pensacola, Florida every year called Pensacon. And the first year we were there, Billy D. was one of their main guests. And I was fucking stoked, understandably. You know what I'm saying? So we wait in line for him for about an hour. He was on break or whatever. And I'm like third in line when he finally comes back. So excited to finally meet Billy D. Williams. So I roll up through the line. I pick out my perfect fucking picture. I actually got a poster instead of a picture. He had posters for sale. And I was like, oh. And this was February of 2014. So it was right before they announced the cast. You know, three or four months before they announced the cast for seven. So, they, so okay, so, all right. So, they, they knew the movie was coming. Okay. Right. We knew the movie was coming. We didn't know who exactly was going to be in it. And me, being me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get the scoop from B- Billy D. Williams. He's going to tell me he's going to be in episode seven. Oh, boy. So, I go up and I'm like, hey, man, are you going to be in episode seven? I'd be really excited if you were. And he just totally got annoyed. Like, he literally rolled his eyes. And he was no. like, well, you know, it's really Luke's story. 
and it didn't really turn out to be Luke's story. Let's be honest. It's yeah, really he obviously lo- didn't have insight. Yeah, <laughs> looking back, he clearly didn't know. And he was like, "But if they asked me, I'd be really excited to be there." Blah blah blah. He basically gave me, you know, talk to the hand. He was like, "Get out of my face, kid! I'm not going to give you any scoop about Episode Seven. I have a I have a similar story, and it's completely not Star Wars related. But uh, I met Jose Canseco. Oh, really? Like, when I was 12 years old. Nice. And uh, what's up, Will? What's up? And, and so I met Jose Canseco when I was 12 years old, and and I was so excited to meet him. And I was like, blah blah blah, I play baseball, blah blah blah. He's like, kid, what do you want? Oh. And I was like, wow. Did he really Damn. say, kid, what do you want? Yeah. And I paid to talk to him. Like it was one of those like card signing things, and I guess what he meant was like, you know, kid, what do you want me to sign? A picture, you got something for me to sign? Yeah, like I had, I had a uh, what the fuck did I have? I had his rookie card. Oh wow! Yeah, it's worth shit. But um, and he was like, kid, what do you want? And I was like, just the feeling I had instantly deflated. Oh my god! I fucking went home and I was. I'm sorry that happened to you. Oh, thanks, man. You know what's I, funny? Um, I rebounded. What you know? What Billy D. Re- Williams really did want to talk about with me? How he was? Uh, they were offering to let him be on Dancing with the Stars. Like he's ta- like fucking eighty, right? And he was like, you know, they really want me to be on Dancing with the Stars, but I got a bad knee. And he was walking with a cane and stuff. Like you know, he's an older guy. He has you know some mobility issues or whatever. And uh, he was like, so I don't really know if I can do it. And then a couple months later, who the fuck turns up on Dancing with the Stars? But Billy D. Williams. Did oh. you know this? He was no, a, I don't watch that shit. Me neither, but I saw that, you know, in a headline or something. I was like, holy shit. Of all the things I got the inside scoop about, it was Billy D. Williams being on fucking Dancing with the Stars. Too bad you Hundreds couldn't have had stock in that, you know, like sold it. And, uh, and then he was like, uh, he was on for two episodes and then he left. He voluntarily left. You know why? Uh, Rebels? Bad knee. Oh. Motherfucker had a bad knee, and he went on making with uh, Dancing with the Stars anyway. But, um, uh, so, uh, we're going to try and get close to wrapping it up now. Um, before we finish... Aww. I know, man, but we're running close to two hours already. I mean, we could still keep talking. It's not like we could just hang out, have some beers, and show each other our dicks or whatever. I mean, we could keep the party going, my friend. There's uh, not a podcast that I'm on or, or that fucking my dick isn't talked about. Well, you know. Uh, you, uh, did you watch that video I sent you? Uh, apparently not. Oh, wait. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> about the dick will make you slap somebody? Oh, yes, yes. The two women. I thought you showed me a video of your... No. No, no. Not a video of my dick. I would not do that for you. Because and mainly you would have to have like an Oculus Rift or like uh, the Hubble telescope to see that shit. Here comes Jesse. <laughs> she started laughing like in the lead up because she knew I was making a little dick she joke. She knew I was coming. She knows I'm well versed in the little dick jokes. Um no, but apparently, uh, and, and just let me explain my last statement so people don't think I'm a fucking asshole. Uh, now this is podcasting. Yes, that's what I wanted to get into before we go. I know I did this kind of ass backwards. Yeah. Give us a little history about the myth. Not even the myth, the legend. The legend of Johnny Grasso. 
like in the the the, the Star Wars podcasting realm. How did it become that we all know who Johnny Grasso is? That's what I mean. Oh, and fuck he wants me! Your, if I know. He wants your origin story. Yes. All right. You know what? Let me. Um. That's actually okay. There. There's a. I have an origin story. Um. Can I just? My throat is like. I have like. Can no, I? No. Go get a beverage. Can go I get ahead. a beverage real quick? Yes. Go yeah. get a beverage. Is that real unprofessional? No, show? man. Me and Will will vamp. I got you. Need to hear this origin shit, right? story. Yeah, so we got this. You my can friend. go do whatever you need to do to give me an origin story with the Batman T-shirt on. My man's got a Batman man, T-shirt. on. What an excellent idea to have Johnny on. I knew it was a, a good idea. But Quit laughing at me. She's laughing at me because I'm crushing on that man. It's so all right. Good. You know, it happens. Sometimes you get a little bit of a man crush. Whatever, man. Matthew Fox, Ben Affleck. It's just because, you know, I'd let you them rub me down with some hot man, fucking oil. A cool dude that would be cool to hang out with. Cool <sighs> indubitably. To, uh, cool Is that a real word? Yeah, indubitably. 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 A cool guy to hang out with. We talked poor Johnny's throat dry like the desert of Jakku. The Gozan Badlands. The Gozan Badlands. Kelvin Ridge. Is our man back? You're the one looking for him. There's actually a goes on Badlands map in Battlefield. Yeah, now. it's the smaller one. Uh huh. When does the new uh the new shit come out, dude? I don't know. I was thinking about that today. You gotta figure if they're doing four packs, they want to do one every three months or so. And no, but shit shit's dry it. Like I went and played the other day by myself and um I couldn't get a game going. Oh it really? People. Yeah. That sucks. Uh I gotta figure it's gonna be within by the end of February, I think we'll have our first DLC pack, which I think will help. Did you buy the season pass for sixty? Uh, for fifth for fifty, I did. Oh, all right. Yeah. How much? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so if you want me to break it down real quick for you, if you buy the season pass, it's fifty bucks, which yeah. basically you know uh, takes ten bucks off the final price. I think each DLC pack is going to be about fifteen bucks. Which is going to make the total price sixty bucks? You see what All I'm right. saying? Yeah. Then okay, I don't need to say. I'll uh, I'll play this shit out one by one. Yeah, you know, I just went ahead and got it because you know I'm a fucking fool and I fall for that shit every time. Um. So, so yeah, clue us in. Uh, the legend of Johnny Grasso. Power Raid Zero. Look at you! You're staring him down, I'm dude. Just looking at the man. I was drinking Power Raid. I showed him. I showed him. You should never drink calories unless it's alcoholic. Hey, man, that's the kind of tip I could use. That's my fitness man over there, right yeah. there. Yeah, He's- drinking drinking calories is 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 just like shooting yourself in the foot. They make so many tasty beverages like Powerade Zero calories that uh, that are just as tasty, and uh, there's no calories. Man. So if you drink calories, you just you just fucking you're an idiot. You just gotta eat the Twinkie instead. There you go. That, that's, words that's to live by. That's how I feel. Words to go. live by. <laughs> words to live by. <laughs> so the Johnny Gra- the legend of Johnny Grasso yeah, is... Yeah, I'm still waiting for that. Don't the drink calories. Eat the Twinkie instead. All right, and and you're, you and just to clarify, in case I got I got lost to getting the drink, you mean the whole um, the, the Star Wars podcasting thing, right? Yes. Okay. I started listening to Star Wars podcasts when the first teaser came out. Like, I always knew they existed, but I was like, podcasts? I'm not going to listen to podcasts. Right. So, but when the first teaser came out, I didn't know what the fuck was up from bottom and left from right. And, and I was assuming that it was just going to be the extended universe right. uh, type shit. 
So I'm like, this is nothing like I, I've read about. This is it. Where's Thrawn? Right. You know? So I was like, shit, I got to fucking listen to some podcasts. So I started listening to uh, a couple podcasts. And it literally, it was everyone was talking about the teaser trailer. So every I got to kind of compare apples to apples. Like, it's really hard to say which podcast is better than the right. other one. Because everyone's different. They have different approaches. They have different different chemistry. They have, you know, X, Y, and Z. There's so many factors. But I just happened to jump in at the right time where everyone was talking about the teaser. So I was able to, like, really compare and contrast. And uh, I fell in love with uh, making StarWars.net's Now This Is Podcasting. Because they were part serious, part fucking goof-offs, and totally sounded like people I would have grown up with and we would have been, like, best friends in high school. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I, I said this on Twitter the other day, um, and and I, I stand by this statement. Uh, the relationship between Jason and Randy, I like everybody on their show. I think everybody on their show brings a good perspective. I think they're all funny. You know what I mean? Like... I, I totally agree with you with, uh, and what's crazy is you and I started on star Wars podcasts around the same time. That's when I started listening to them. Oh really? Was, uh, yeah. Around the time of the first, I listened to podcasts previously, but I was more of a, say, you know, a Mark Marin guy, a nerdist guy, a Kevin Smith guy. You know what I mean? And it, I don't know why it never really crossed my mind to listen to star Wars podcasts. But as soon as that first trailer was out, I was like, you know what? I got to look and see if there's even any available. And it was funny. As soon as you started listening to Star Wars podcast, he was like, Will, we got to do one. We got to do it. We got to do a Star Wars podcast right now. Can you see my dog, Johnny? She's oh, fucking yeah. with Will. That's Dharma. Oh, Dharma, what's up? Um, Come here. Come here. Uh, but uh, like I was saying, the relationship between Randy and Jason, the fact that they've been friends for so long with that common interest of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, that's what made me want to do a, a podcast, and the only person I ever considered doing a weekly sit-down chat with was my boy Will here, because that's what we did. Before we put mics on it, you know what Will and I did all the time? You talk got about drunk fuck. and talk about Star Wars. Yes, sir. That's what we do. That uh, Actually, I'm, I'm going I'm to bring it back, and you probably don't remember, because you have hundreds of thousands of uh, iTunes reviews, but when I started listening to your podcast, and I We got you, seven. <laughs> well, I'm I'm one of the seven. Oh, I remember. And and I pretty much said it's it's just like a couple of guys sitting around drinking talking about Star Wars and and that's like the appeal of it. And I think what makes your podcast and I'm not just saying this, you know, what because I'm on it right now. What makes your podcast stand out from others and what you have very uh very similar with making Star Wars on that this is podcasting is you and Will are genuinely friends. Like you grew yeah, up together. Are. That that chemistry is there. Jason and Randy have that 20 year chemistry. You guys have that 20 year chemistry. Yeah. Like that's impossible to fake. Like I, I, I've been on a few podcasts and some of them go like this where like, I feel like I grew up with you guys, you know, and we can have a great time talking. We're joking around and, and shit. And then other times I'm like, there's just, I'm on another podcast, you know, in general, not to name anybody, but like, it's just, it's just the chemistry is not there and it's like force. And I'm just like, and I can kind of feel like the awkwardness, but what makes them good, what makes you guys excellent as well is that, is that chemistry that you're referring to for sure. Well, thanks buddy. So yeah. I appreciate that. I actually have very vivid, vivid memories of the first time you wrote in to now this is podcasting. 
and and like I remember the origin of the quote unquote Johnny yeah. Grosso persona. Which do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? I you don't. Tell I will see. The thing is, is I remember. And and they were like, oh, this guy's from. And correct me if I'm wrong. They were like, oh, this guy's from New Jersey. And then uh, Randy do w- like the Carl. Yeah, I always um, describe it as Carl from Aquatine Hunger Force, which is like you know your stereotypical New Jersey guy. Um, and and ever since then, like <laughs> uh, you know, I was just like, oh, I hope that dude writes in more. Never thinking that just a few months down the road, I'd be fucking sitting in a battlefield or battlefront game with this dude talking, you know, bullshit about black figures and shit. Not not uh, even less having him on my my podcast of my own. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, I'm the lucky one to be on the podcast. And it, it actually goes further back than that. Uh, I wrote in and the first person who did my I don't know why. But apparently, like the the when they saw my very first email, it was actually an iTunes review, and they read it oh. on air because it was it was like an iTunes review slash question. So they read it on the air, and Sal, Sal did the voice. Really, it was, it was the lumberjack voice. Oh and, wow! See, and they I made don't... me sound like the biggest fucking idiot in the world, <laughs> and I was so mad. Oh really? That's why I wrote back in. I was like, I'm not going down like this, motherfucker. <laughs> I am not going down in the annals no, of no. Star Wars <laughs> podcasting as a I, dummy. I say that. I say that. I say that. Kidding. Like I love those guys. And uh, but I really fucking sounded. I sounded like, and it was my words. I sounded like I wrote them a fucking fan letter. I was sucking their cocks on air, and I was mm. like, I sound so stupid right now. Like, I was like, you guys are awesome. I'd like to, you know, uh, hear about you. Where are you guys from? I'm from New Jersey. My name is Johnny. I'm a teacher. And and uh, and it was horrible. And I was like, oh, my God. They read it on the air. I was so embarrassed. And they made me sound like the Lumberjack character. So it was like, and I was like, I got to write back in. I got to fucking set the record straight. And that's where the Chicks Dig Me was born. Oh. Chicks Dig Me. Man, I was that, like, that's I pretty my favorite much said, part. like, guys, you made me sound like I'm an idiot. I was like, dude, like, chicks fucking dig me, so deal with it. My first introduction to Johnny Grasso, yeah. Oz was all excited. He was like, dude, we have, like, a, a celebrity, like, dude, I'm, tangling look, with us. Dude, talking about Twitter. sucking dick, I ain't trying to inflate your ego here, but when you followed me on Twitter, I called Will. Yeah. I called him. <laughs> I got and I was, like, I was like, you don't understand. I was like, I was no, like I look, Johnny I know Grasso, you don't but... really listen to podcasts like I do. But we got a major get today. Johnny Grosso followed us, and he talked to me. Yeah. No, it was like some epic shit. And look at this. We're best to internet friends right now. Right? We're, we're fucking best friends, period. You cut the internet out of it. Cut the internet out. I'm going to find my way to Alabama. Or, we're going to tip some cows and get drunk and shit. Okay, Whatever now, guys do. I don't think you understand the part of Alabama we live in. Now, cow tipping is an, a possibility not too just, far from just, us. If just, the man wants to tip cows, we, we can, can take find the some motherfucking cows. cows. I've Are, seen it in film. It looks like fun. It's it's it's, it's uh. It's, I, I would just, it's it's you know before we hit with some Peter shit. It's the poor cow does not benefit from that in any way. But. You know, uh, I can honestly say I've never tipped a cow. I've talked about tipping cows many times. It can be dangerous. Yeah, but it's a I, lot of fun. 
I saw a YouTube video where dude just fucking hit them and fell down and the cow was fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, that probably happens. happens more than you actually tip the cow. It takes quite a amount of force to I don't tip know if cow. you've ever been around a, a full-grown cow, but growing yeah, I've up... Only, in, I've only eaten them. I've, growing up in Mississippi and Alabama, you know, I've had my chance here and there to be around a full-grown cow. And it's, mm -hmm. a, it's an issue pushing one of those bastards over. They're a fucking tank, I can imagine. Tasty tanks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. All right. So now that I'm no longer a Hindu, uh, <laughs> as I've insulted cows, but yeah. So they they made me sound like I, I was embarrassed, and it it was more my words that I chose because I was it was I wrote them a fan mail letter, and and they read it on the air, and I was like, oh god. So then I wanted to sound cool. It was literally like the little boy in me in fucking sixth grade was like, I want to be cool. <laughs> so, yeah. so I wrote what I think was a pretty funny, decent letter. And uh, and I was like, and I, I forget how I ended it. I obviously ended it, chicks dig me. But I was I'm, like, guys, I'm, I pretty much said something along the lines of, guys, I'm really not like, can you make me sound like chicks dig me? Like, And I just, because, you know, if, if chicks dig you, guys respect you. Or if, and if guys respect you, the chicks will dig you. It's like it's just an inner marriage of, of bullshit just to get laid. It's like they were trying to portray you as some nerd, and he was like, "Oh no, motherfucker! No, 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 I'm, no. I'm correct. <laughs> I'm a Fonzie. Like, Have you seen like, my muscles? Just get used to. Have you to seen it. my hair? I didn't even bring up hair or muscles. That just came later. That was came. a beautiful surprise <laughs> that like, came later. You're portraying me below my class. No, you know what? <laughs> below my class. I'm a I'm a lady killer, not I a wannabe. Not. It's not who I am, but not like a Stephen like, Avery lady killer either. Like a, in the classic sense. Uh, and then then uh, then I wrote in weekly because they actually read it and they were laughing. And right. Then these these guys, you know, Randy, Jason, Jeremy, uh, Jonah, Marie, Sal uh, at the time. Uh, after uh, I don't know a real name after Saf 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and they were they were cracking up, and so I just literally, you know, loved the fact that what I did made them laugh. And the second email is when Randy took control with the uh, Jersey accent, and that and, was all she wrote. And I give ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the credit to Randy, right? Uh, it, because otherwise it's just it's just i mean maybe it's funny maybe it's not like i probably sound like a, a a jerk off you know saying chicks dig me like he really could have made me sound like a jerk off but because and randy's a comedic genius and and i hope he's listening oh i hope so too that would tickle he, my tits because he's a he's a fucking comedic tits. genius and he could have played like he's an actor he's a performer he could have played the Johnny Grosso character so many ways the way I wrote it like he could have made me sound like a fucking Andrew Dice Clay jerk off right right but he did it with just enough like sensitivity humility with the Jersey accent where it just fucking clicked and worked and and all the credit definitely goes to him and then I just loved making people laugh, so I kept writing, and I just kept trying to outdo myself, outdo myself, outdo myself. Then, like, I legit fell in love with, like, Jonah Marie, because I was like, I need to find a girl that knows everything about Star Wars and loves talking about it. So then it, then it became, like, uh, the, the great chase, I would like. The pod, the, what I like the to call the podcast princess, princess era of yeah. Johnny Grosso. And, and I miss her. Like, I really do. And, 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 if, and if she ever listens... Like, I meant every word of it. Like, I really had a serious galactic crush on her. 
Nice. Uh, you know, uh, so like I was saying, I was, you know, pretty stoked when you followed me, on, followed our, our podcast feed on Twitter. And uh, I was telling Jesse, like, if there's someone that's going to get it, and I don't mean this as an insult in any may- way, get it less than Will, it's Jesse because she's not an Uber fan. She likes Star Wars because I like Star Wars, and it's something I'm passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she originally thought you were going to be like a the situation you know what i'm saying the miz and i was like nah that hold on let me show you a picture of what johnny grasso looks like he ain't the situation hey yo no that's not johnny grasso um, I, oh, I was hey, like oh look right. at well this i guess i'm gonna have to go ahead and share here. this she just goes no it turns out he's the history teacher i would have had a crush on in I high school because <laughs> she loves history oh uh, yeah. so Hey, uh, when we come to New York, oh, it, may, it might just be a me and Will trip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, do you remember when I wrote in to making uh, Star Wars' podcast, Jeremy? Or Jer- uh, Johnny? Dude, I'm all flustered. <laughs> I'm so excited. Jerry. Uh, J- Jerry. I'm going to call you every fucking J name in the book, Josh. No, but, but, uh, <laughs> but Howard, before we continue, um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, add on that no one thought I was real. For the oh, time. I remember. I even thought that for the briefest second, like they came up with an awesome character. You know what I'm saying? And and it was a month, maybe four episodes into the Johnny Grasso character, where I was like, I gotta get on fucking Twitter. All these people are on Twitter. I want to communicate with these people. I want to get to know them. And then then still, people didn't realize that I was real. And it took like a three to four month process. And uh, and and Jared Jones, uh, walking slowly on Twitter. He's a you know great friend of mine. Right. He he cool really like dude. oh great guy. He really like took it upon himself to convince people like no no he's a real guy. This is his Twitter. These are his pictures. Yes, that's really him. I've seen him on Skype. Like, and nice. I've also got you know accused of of taking fake pictures, which was which was awesome. <laughs> Your pictures First, were so good that people were like, "Nah, he just Google image. That dude is so handsome, handsome guy. He's not real." <laughs> or, yeah, basically, first it was he's not a real person. He was created by Randy and Jason, and they've actually had to answer questions on the podcast. And they're like, "No, we we didn't create him. He's real." And then and then right around then, I went on Twitter, so I actually made them look bad because it's like, "Oh, now he's on Twitter all of a sudden." You yeah. just wanted uh, to prove that you were a real person. I'm a real yeah, boy. And I, and and I wanted to like be friends with all these people, like you guys, and all these like you know, because quite frankly, and like you can cue the sad violins now. Like oh, no. I have no friends when it comes to like. Oh, Star Johnny, Wars. that can't be true. No, when, dude, it's really true. When it comes dude, to Star guys, Wars, guys, guys hate me. No, no, and in general too. Like I have a hard time like keeping friends. Oh man, dude, I would never hate you. You could have a come. You, you could come have beers with us anytime. Yes. Will will make up some sweet ass Chinese dumplings for you. Oh, I'll, don't, dude. I will. Up, we'll cook the I perfect will. chicken Parmesan cutlet for Johnny Grasso. Oh. I've never said this to a man before, Will, but yeah. like, I will give back rubs for fucking good food, dude. I got you covered oh, on the good food. This sounds like a good time. Totally. Um, but yeah, uh, I know what I'm you. Sorry. So you wrote in. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Totally, totally. I understand. Yeah. So you know. Um, I want to say it was maybe in March or April of last year. It was before we started the show. I was like, you know what? I've got a couple of questions. I'm going to write these dudes in. And I don't know 
why it made me so fucking giddy. But man, did it make me excited the first time. I wrote in twice, and it was, you know, uh, two weeks in a row. Um, And when they read my letter, dude, like, over the moon. I don't know why I was so excited. And really, the only thing that stuck stuck out that they were like, that dude's got a cool name. And, and like, Jesse came home from work, and I was like, baby, it is a cool name. baby, guess what? I wrote into the Making Star Wars podcast, and they said they liked my name. <laughs> I was so excited. It was ridiculous. And then, like, I had it queued up exactly on my phone. I was like, listen, you got to hear it. And they were like, Halls Burkhart, that's a, that's a cool name. Sounds like the kind of guy that would come rescue, rescue you if you're in a hostage situation. You know what? I, I did that once. Oh really? I, uh, yep, and it and it's pertinent because it really meant a lot to me, and I have an opportunity to like say it to this person like naturally as it came up a conversation. The only time I, I think it was my my dad because I'm definitely like very Kylo, like I'm always looking for my dad to like approve of me. Right, right. And because uh, I'm a complete disappointment in his eyes, I think. Oh man, we'll get to that. That's another bro. That's Dude, another I can bro. I can relate to you there. We can we we can talk about that. All right, we can definitely. Talk. I would actually, I would really like to talk to you about that sometime. But, um, but the reason why I brought it up was because I, you know, I said, "Dad, you know that thing that I that I write for," and he was like, "The first thing he goes, he was like, do you get paid?'" I'm right. like, "No, and it's for but, fun." It's yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, "Whatever," and I'm like, "No, really, like I'm like I'm reaching people, like," and I fucking played him Vader Nick's story about how him and Jordan Wren drive together. And that was Vader Nick. That was Vader Nick, dude. Oh shit! I'm connecting dots and shit. And and that that email he wrote meant so much to me. And they made it. They made it. I mean, it was very funny too. Right. And they made it funny. They were like, we can just picture now those little kids walking around going, "Chicks dig me." Like it was hysterical. I totally remember that part. Yeah, they're laughing, and I'm like legit teary eyed. I'm like, holy fuck! Like people give a shit about what I do. And I showed my dad, and he was just like, "Who the who the who's the, that's not your voice?" And that's all he said. And he left the kitchen. Well, you know what? We fucking approve. Yeah, Thank man. Thank you. So, so to we're Vader big Nick, fans of what you do. I know is a big, big, uh, big fan of your show, your podcast. I just Vader Nick. That email meant a lot to me. You and Jordan mean a lot to oh, me. Man. You so know, lucky to be friends with both of you guys. I think you know what? I think we're actually going to have Vader Nick on as our next gotta, phone in guest. I got to I got to if you go if you if you guys do a foursome, please include me. Oh, done. Done cuz you know what? If it's like any of our Xbox Live conversations, gold. Solid gold. With the solid gold dancers. Yeah. Dude, so we're running at 2 hours. I'm going to tell you this right now. You are about to break the record for our longest episode. Your okay. episode is breaking the record for the Blue Harvest length. And nice. you know what? I'm saying I, th- there's like 30 seconds I'm going to cut out. So we're, okay. we're rolling at our first two hour plus episode. What the fuck are you cutting out? This is all awesome. You know what I'm going to cut out? I'm going to cut out the... Si- the, the... I went thirsty? No, no. Because Will and I... <laughs> we had a pretty funny conversation in that 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Oh, you fool. Yeah, you Now, now you got to listen to an hour and 45 minutes to hear what we said. Uh, I'm going to cut out, you know, like uh, when we first got you on the line and we were testing you out and stuff. Little shit like that. All right, cool. cool. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on, dude. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank, you. You thank you so much with blessing us with the presence of the Mr. Johnny Grosso himself. 
before we go, I want you to pimp. Uh, so you've got a yeah, pimp your shit, pimp your shit, man. Like, are you a regular on making indie right now? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's start there. Yeah, we'll making, start there. Makingindie.net is a new website uh, by Jason Ward and Randy Randy Ledudice. I hope I didn't fuck that up. Ledudice. Ledudice. I don't want to fuck it up either because I got one of those names that people always fuck up too. So I can. Yeah, Randy Lejudice. Randy Lejudice. Yeah, just don't okay. overthink it. Just blah. yeah. Uh, it's it's makingindie.net by those guys, and they have a podcast attached to it called Keeping Up with the Joneses, and it is a uh, Indiana Jones centric podcast. But it, we're also doing this paranormal stuff that I think is going to really grow. Dude, I don't want to give too much away, but I'll say there's a, a concept, a paranormal quote-unquote concept that was brought up in the second episode which i just listened to today um because i was like you know what johnny's coming on i gotta fucking catch up on all things johnny and that's the one appearance i haven't heard of yours yet so uh, i gotta say you know not trying to suck up to you i think you're a really good fit for that show man oh thank you man your historical knowledge uh, i think meshes really well obviously you mesh really well with the star wars but i think with indiana jones like you you broke down Bay of Pigs, and I don't consider myself an idiot, but now I know what the Bay of Pigs is. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like well, I was not, like, yeah, you're definitely not an idiot. But like after today, I was like, you know why I know the Bay of Pigs? Because my buddy Johnny <laughs> broke it down on an Indiana Jones podcast. Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I feel like. Uh, I feel like I got called up like to, to like the majors. Like when I was right when, I, when I, I was so shy the first ten minutes of the show, and I'm like. I'm listening, and then I kind of got sucked in because right. I listened to those guys, and weekly. they're so good. And they like, they got the information down. Like they got and, notes and shit. I'm not that professional. And I had to remind myself, like, dude, you're on the podcast. You got to speak up. To talk. Uh, you know? So yeah, I will say uh, if you guys go and listen to the episode two of Making Indie, look out for Johnny's Bay of Pigs breakdown and Cotard's Dick. That's oh all I'll God, say. Cotard. But uh, I'm a regular. That wasn't a one-time thing. I'm on the Awesome. Panel. I'm yeah. so fucking glad to hear that, man. And then um, what else can I pimp? Oh, well, duh, uh, what what got me in this world was uh, writing for – I have my own segment on makingstarwars.net. Now this is podcasting. And that is every week. Every now and then there may not be a Johnny Grosso appearance, right? It's rare. Yeah, it's, it's, it, um, you know what? I, I've never missed a week. Right, but sometimes my shit is too over the top, and they're like, "Oh, and hold like, up!" And Randy will, Randy will, uh, will text me or DM me, and he'll be like, mm, "Yeah, um, too far." Little, you, what, no, what's his phrase? That's a little low hanging fruit right there. <laughs> but I can say it on low here. Low hanging fruit. Remember the Fox News fiasco? Right. I ripped that whole fucking panel to shit. Nice. I destroyed them, and they probably they they looking back they were right they shouldn't fair have enough because but I fucking destroyed them. Look, I the only time I felt bad is when they started getting death threats because I was like, you know what, we don't need that as a Star Wars fandom. We don't need even if they're fucking you know unibrow fucking neck beard star wars fans being like you don't like star wars i'm gonna fucking cut you into little pieces we don't need that you know what i'm I saying got, 
just for the record, I, there was not a death threat in my four page. Oh, I, I didn't figure there was, but when people took it to that, I was like, all oh, right, yeah, 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 yeah. all right, that's not what I'm looking for out of this. But I got personal though. Like I fucking social media is a powerful weapon when you need it. Yes, I it fucking, is. I destroyed this woman, and that's the one I went after the most. Uh, I think we all know which one you're talking about. Um, um, so yeah, we got making indie. Now this is podcasting. How, are you a regular on uh, the Knights of Outer Rim, or is that yes. a sweet? Yeah, I, sweet. I mean, I'm 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 a, I'm a I'm definitely a regular. Um, unfortunately, because of when they they tape, uh, I'm I'll, I'll miss more often than not. I gotcha. You know what I mean? Like I'll never miss like let's say this one. You right. Because it's 10 p.m. You know, you guys work with, work with my East Coast problems. Um, uh, Jesus Christ. Now this is podcasting, making indie.net to keep up with the Joneses. Uh, they, 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 they go late. So right. I'm never an issue. Sometimes uh, the nights of the outer ren, the times don't match up real well. So, uh, so I, I'm on there. I just, I'll miss here and there. And then the other one, Star Wars expose. Do you guys uh, listen to that one? I have listened to that. That was with Jemiah. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, you know. Jemiah. He's cool. Uh, he does something real different. He like interviews people, right? Uh, um, and I was <clears> almost like two. like street style interviews. Almost. You yeah. Know there's what I'm a lot of music. There's a lot of music. It's very. It's very hip. It's very. It's very young. It's very right. hip. Very new. Um, I was episode two. He interviewed me. And then we clicked. He's a he's a great dude. So I'll I'll do taped segments for him, and then he'll play him when he can. That's cool. Yeah, I That's think. Cool. What, what did I call it? Oh, expose yourself with Johnny Grasso. Excellent. So that's that's where we can hear you guys hear you most often, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I, I you know what? And like, I'm going to apologize to to a couple podcasts because I know I'm forgetting. Oh, I mean, it happened, dude. I, when you're as a popular a fella I was about as to say, you, such a celebrity, everybody wants a piece of Johnny. I'm gonna let you look at Will because I know you guys get all smiley. <laughs> look at look at that smile. Hey. Look at it. <laughs> this guy. So, uh, is there anything? Uh, what's your Twitter? In case, look, I'm not trying to. I ain't trying to put on any kind of airs here. If guy, if people listen to our podcast, I'm pretty sure they know who Johnny Grosso is. And they probably follow him on Twitter. But if they don't, just in case that they don't, what's your Twitter? It is Johnny underscore Grasso one four. And Johnny spelt with an H, J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore Grasso is G-R-A-S-S-O one four. Well, fuck and, yeah. And please send all hate mail to my Facebook because that's usually where it goes. Man, uh, how I mean, how does whatever. a guy like you get hate? That's mail? what I was because they don't fucking because they think I'm the situation, dude. So, Johnny, will you do me a favor for the yeah. next time we have you on? Will you, you want me to read some? That's what I was gonna say. And oh, we let's do fucking, mean tweets. We can tear uh, them and add a new one because we got your back. Yeah. These two bearded fuckers, look at him and look at me. We got your fucking back, yeah, my dude. friend. You know, I want I want Jesse to get my back too because she's okay. She's the tough one out of the three of you. Oh, if there's anybody like, look, Jesse headbutted me one time on accident. I still have a broken nose on accident slash purpose. (laughs) You know, a a little accident slash purpose. Whatever. I like to be headbutted when we're getting it on. Hey, shut your mouth. Screw me. (laughs) 
That's called a donkey punch on the East Coast. <laughs> oh, do I? Okay, you got your little notepads, my friend? Make us for your next appearance. Right, right, right. We need a, a, a couple of mean emails where we can rip the assholes apart. Okay. I will tell you uh, a story involving a donkey punch. <laughs> I'm not involved in said story, but <laughs> hold on. I'll... And uh, third, um, third is something I forgot. Just come back on. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, I'll, I'll come up with a crazy story. Oh, and, and we'll get to. Uh, so if you can. Maybe we'll get you to bring three emails or three mean tweets, and then we'll split it up. We'll let Will handle one, I'll handle one, and then for just for you, we'll let Jesse handle one. All right, Ooh. all right, no problem. And I, I bet you I, the meanest one is Jesse. You, so get out. All right, there. then I know I know the one I'm going to give Jesse. See, I delete them, but I know one I kept. And okay. I'm going to be honest with you because I actually feel really close to you guys. It hurt my feet, dude. It legit hurt my feet. Oh, then you oh, give dude, it to us, you give it to and me. we are gonna tear them down like the walls of Jericho. Fuck yeah! Nobody so. hurts my boy's feelings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on, dude. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we take that break, we're gonna play our trivia segment, which is pre-recorded. I'm gonna just cut the bullshit. If it hadn't been pre-recorded, we would get you to to get in on yeah, trivia. Yeah, get in on trivia. But we're going to do that at some point. Uh, well, first off, thank you so much, Will. Thank you so much, Haas. Thank you so much, Jesse, for having me on. Greatest time ever. I'm going to be bugging you on Twitter like, dude, I want to come on again. Dude, I want to come on again. Dude, No question. Anytime. We will have you on again. This actually worked way better than I was expecting. Uh, you know, as far as the stat- setup goes, not our, our, you know, our chemistry. Oh, well... You guys, and and like just to bring up a past point, like it, it, you have a successful podcast because of the chemistry between you and Will, and you can't fake that shit. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Johnny. So uh, when we come back, we'll still have Johnny with us for our outro. If that's cool with you, man. If you, if you got to go, you can. No, no, off. I'll wait. What do you and, want? How uh, long do you want me to wait? Oh no, we'll just ten hold seconds. On yeah, ten seconds. So when we come back, we'll have a little trivia, and then we'll wrap this shit up. And we're back for some fucking trivia. Fuck yeah. Brought to you by fucking Stone Cobra. Fuck yeah. Buckhart's favorite segment. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm just, I'm going to cut the bullshit. I'm starting off at a loss here. As it stands right now, trivia 2016, Halls zero. Goose egg. Will one. Unbelievable. I... If if trivia is any indication on how this year is going to go for me, I might not make it to Rogue One, y'all. Yeah. Oh man. So I mean, uh, you know, Alabama fucked up Clemson. <laughs> like, man, it's so disappointing how Clemson <laughs> beat Alabama. There now we have both, just in case. <laughs> I'm no, gonna leave both in. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how I self rewound? <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. No, I don't want to make that prediction, even though yeah. I'm fairly confident. Yeah, you know. I hear you. Yeah, even though we're either, weak in the future. Either right now, uh, right now you're listening to this episode, and if you are, you're sitting on your couch, maybe playing a little Xbox, Simeon yeah. is next to you, <laughs> and you hear that part, and you're either really stoked because you're national champs for, what, the 17th time or some shit? Some shit. Yeah. Some, something like that? You Six, know. 16. Yeah. 16. You yeah. know, some shit. Like, you don't know. <laughs> like, you don't know. Or you're sitting there like, oh, fuck. I didn't want to get reminded of that. Yeah, I know. That is that is the bummer, right? Yeah. Like, it's... it's that's what it is. Like, I don't think people really think we're recording this like a week in advance, but we'd like to pretend like we do. Yeah. 
Let's do coin flip. I see coins sitting there. Let's just do coin flip for who coin goes flip. first. I like this. Who All wants right. to fucking... Do you want to call it, Will? I'll take You're the away team. You call it. He heads. takes heads. It's tough to do sitting down, but it worked. You said heads. Heads. It is tails. You go first, sir. All right. It's another, it's another picture card. I'm starting the week off with a picture card. <laughs> so it is at the beginning of A New Hope. Um... Vader and his stormtrooper posse walking onto the Tanto Four. Okay, we oh, good. It's gonna be a fucking question. Mm-hmm. Um, history. All right. What was Darth Vader looking for when he attacked Princess Leia's consular ship? Plans for the Death Star. Correct. One to nothing. Well, uh, he, uh, geography. Where was C three PO afraid he and R two D two would be sent after stormtroopers boarded Leia's consular ship? They love the phrase consular ship. The Spice Mines of Kessel. That is Fuck. correct. That's a good one. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Word for word. Nothing but net. Pause. He's got, he's got his fire. eye on me. Yeah. The <laughs> fire. He's got the fire <laughs> in his balls. This man gave me Star Wars for Christmas. Of course I fucking watched him. Uh, wild card. Sleeper assassin. Okay. What actor wore the Darth Vader costume during filming? David Prowse. Correct. Two to one. Uh, weapons and vehicles. Whose consular ship boasted 11 engines? There it is again. Consular ship. Princess Leia? That is correct. <laughs> All right, two to two. Weapons okay. and... Vi- no, he just did he just weapons. Did that one, yeah. Um, yeah. Character? Characters, okay. okay. Who said, if this is a consular ship, where is the ambassador? Command the captain to tear the ship apart. I want to follow the... And bring it over Darth Vader. That is... Absolutely correct. Can you imagine if they replaced Darth Vader with that voice? (laughs) (laughs) Will, you need this one for the tie. And we go into OT right away. What's left? Who loaded the Death Star plans into R2-D2? Princess Leia. Correct. And that card is officially... I don't like when this happens. Over time. You like a decisive victory. I do. Decisive one-round victory. Okay, so, Will, you'll start over time? Uh, I'll take history. (coughs) Who gripped Luke's right arm as the Jedi was being presented to Jabba for sentencing? Who gripped Luke's right arm as... What's the rest of it? Excuse me, I just took a sip of delicious Battlefield IPA. Who gripped Luke's right arm as the Jedi was being presented to Jabba for sentencing? Lando Calrissian. That is correct. Oh, I was hoping. I Just was needed hoping to hear it again. <laughs> Sometimes that's all it takes. Like in the spelling bee where you have to ask for a definition. Yeah. Using I'm, a sentence. I, I was trying to remember the scene and I wasn't sure if it was going to be a skiff guard or a Gamoidian mm-hmm. or right. something, but it was Lando. Well, good job. Thank you. Pause. I'm out of uh, I'm not, not fighting on the fourth. No, I know. All right, so what was the first? That was the first question? It was, and it was history. Okay, I want geography. All right. What planet became little more than a ragged asteroid field? Alderaan. Yep. Uh, characters. Who was Han trying to bargain with when he yelled, you're throwing away a fortune here? That was terrible line rating. I apologize. <laughs> but, I'm, you know, whatever. Java. Job of the Hut. That is correct. Wild card. All right. So it's two to one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What's Princess Leia's last line in Star Wars A New Hope? This is a tough one, I think. <laughs> Fuck! Oh my god. Fuck you, 2016. <laughs> the year of my doom. Uh, last line. Okay, so... Luke's X-Wing lands. <laughs> right? He gets out, and she runs up, and she says, Luke! And that's the last thing she says. Incorrect. That is incorrect. I knew that there was more to you than money. That is correct. That is it. Word for word. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Will. What is going on? Holy we live in a world of bullshit. <laughs> oh my goodness okay so i mean like let's let's count it out here so you got history haas got geography you got characters it's three to one and then yep three to one with he's one droids creatures and aliens and weapons and vehicles left it's not over yet he has to it's almost over he's got a miss but droids creatures and aliens all right speaking of spelling bees how do you spell wookie w-o-o-k-i-e Incorrect. W O O K I E E. That is it. Oh, the double E stole it. All right, double see, E. See, see, it's not over yet. You could, if you got to get this one though, mm-hmm. you probably can. Weapons and vehicles. Mm-hmm. Who commanded Darth Vader's flagship during the second Death Star battle? It's a tough one too. Piet. That is correct. Tie, we stay going in overtime. <laughs> I Man. thought it was done. I you thought that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is just for the first card. Mm-hmm. Glad I picked out a few. <laughs> I'm glad you did too. All right, <clears throat> I go first you this go time. First. Yep. Uh, his his story. Okay. What was Luke Skywalker's call sign during the Battle of Hoth? Uh, Rogue leader. That is correct. Uh geography it's intense right now by the way uh-huh. guys are competing all right geography what city's customers are anxious to avoid attracting attention to themselves Moss Eisley no incorrect Bespin incorrect Cloud City oh is well Bespin says, is Cloud City it says Cloud City on here uh, well I'll leave that up to you as the judge what do you think he can have it all right. Cloud hey, City and Bespin fair enough I like, would give I'm it to saying, Will like, for he, was, this he was correct okay yeah. all right okay good okay so that was the uh, spike. So now it's 2 nothing, and it's yours. Mm. So you've done... Wild card. Okay. Yeah, history and geography are done. What did Han Solo think attacking the first Death Star was equivalent to? Suicide mission. Correct. 3 nothing. See, this is what <coughs> I've been. you've been normally doing during these... Yeah. Yeah. All right, Will. Things have gone poorly for you. Where? What do you want? It's not over yet. What's left? Characters, weapons and vehicles, and droids, creatures, and aliens. Give me characters. All right. Who was C-3PO's master before the crash landing on Tatooine? 
Captain Antilles. Correct. Oof, good one. I, I thought for sure I was going to get that and be like, boom, yeah. look at my knowledge, nuts. <laughs> he got it. Nope, he got three, it. Three to one. And now, Haas, you can you win the this. card if you get this. What are my two remaining? <laughs> Weapons and vehicles and droids, creatures, and aliens. <sighs> Weapons and vehicles. All right. What two types of rebel starfighters were used in the first Death Star battle? Y-wings and X-wings. Shout out to Battlefront, son. There it is. Haas wins. Bum, All right. Dun, dun, dun. That's just the first That's the card. The first card. card. Yeah. Oh, my God. Epic. Three-card battle. Yeah. Well, well fought, Will. It had I did my best. Ups. It had its downs. Okay. And I feel like you're going first because of overtime. You're correct. History. What duo did Luke tell Han to stick close to before the battle at the Sarlacc pit? Mad concentration going on. Me and Chewie? Like, Luke told Han to stick close to him and Chewie? Luke and Chewie? Yeah. That is incorrect. Lando and Chewie. That Lando is correct. That is correct. One nothing already with mm. the steal. For you, sir. Um, character. Okay, what duo did Vader refer to when he told Lando they must never again leave this city? Leia and Chewie. Correct. Two nothing. Well... Not looking good, buddy. What's going on? Pick a card. Pick a category. A wild card. Pick a wild card. All right. What name did Ben say he stopped using before Luke's birth? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Correct. Two to one. Pause. Geography. What world did Anakin Skywalker appear on after his death? Indoor. Correct. And that's what? Three to three one. To one? All right. Weapons, vehicles, or droids, creatures, and aliens? Droids, creatures, and aliens. All right. What space creatures have suction cup mouths and two eyes on stalks? Minox. That is right. The worst. All right, Haas, you need this one to win. Weapons, vehicles. Which eye does a Y-Wing pilot use to sight through the targeting computer? His right eye. That is correct. For the win. Oh, tied one-to-one for 2016. Daddy's back, baby! Daddy's back! <laughs> That was a hard match. That was yep. like seriously that was a good one. Man. First card, mm-hmm. well fought. Mm. So close. I have a feeling now that he's got the source material to watch again. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a much tighter race than it was in 2015. Pretty soon, we're going to upgrade to um, the prequels, like prequels questions with the prequels in and, there. Yeah, that'll toughen things up a bit too. But I think so are, too. These cards are not necessarily easy. Mm. I think most people would have a, a good hard a time with some of these questions. Root leaf stew. That's tough, man. That's a tough one. That's tough. Well, thanks for coming by and recording this week, buddy. Absolutely, man. I'll <laughs> see you guys in a week. All right. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Till I die. Well, I think this will about do it. It's been a marathon show for us this week. Oh, but I've enjoyed every juicy second Every of it. juicy bit. Uh, and I can only say that uh, it's appropriate that our longest episode... It's the one where the one and only Johnny Grasso himself appears. Now, Johnny, on our break, while we were uh, uh, cutting in the trivia segment, you mentioned real quick that you wanted to mention um, how you came across our podcast. So uh, I'll give you the floor 
as we're wrapping it up here. Yeah. Uh, first off, thank you again so much. And for those of you that don't know, when you search for a Star Wars podcast, fucking a gajillion of them pop up. Yeah, they do. How do you choose? How do you choose? So I'm flipping through and I see ridiculous artwork. And uh, obviously, if you're listening, you've seen the artwork, the, 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 the black space with the stars and, the, and the, the, the gorgeous blue where it says blue harvest in blue. And as I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to tell you where the, the, the reference came from because if you're listening to the podcast, you know. You should know, I'd hope. You know, it was the fake name given for Jedi? Yes. Okay. Right, oh, whew. <laughs> he passed. Woo! All right, fake name for Jedi, Blue Harvest, and it's gorgeous artwork. So then I was like, all right, fuck it. They just they just earned me earned a click right there because their artwork's awesome and their name's awesome. So I click it and I hear this fucking badass like riff. Uh, I don't know music terminology, but it's fucking badass riff, like like hard metal sound, but like mellow. And it reminded yes. me of like Metallica, like Metallica's like like one, like their softer shit. Right. Uh, um, and, and then I just kept listening to the music. And then they had the Star Wars quotes. I said, they, you, have the, <laughs> the Star Wars quotes like mixed in. And I was like, all right, these guys got me. And then they just start, uh, I guess I'm talking to the audience. And then Will and Hawes just start fucking talking. And I feel like it wasn't forced. It wasn't like, and today's agenda is. Blah, 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 blah. They were like, hey, what you do today, buddy? It's like, oh man, I was I was fucking cooking up some tasty shit, and I was he like, he oh was God, too. I, he, I love food, so and I was like, all right, these guys have me hooked right away because they're they're friends and they're just sitting around just drinking and fucking talking Star Wars, and I was like, dude, that's 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 who I want to be friends with. <laughs> well, thanks. So buddy. I stop I stopped listening that episode because I think it was six or seven or whatever. Right. I got on early. Right. I fucking went right back to one. Fucking Netflix binged your shit in one day. Caught up to seven, and I was like, fuck, dude. Got to wait a whole week for eight. I'm switching to Will because I'm kind of blushing right now. Blushing. <laughs> well, thanks, buddy. You have been incredibly kind to us since we've been around. You really and like, have. And I've said this before, and I don't know if I've said it to you, but, I mean, a lot of people in your position and with the connections that you do don't have to be as kind to us that you have been. And we're really grateful that you, you know, spend time with us and chat with us and give us your time and attention. And, you know, nobody has to be that kind, and we're really appreciative. Oh, well, I mean, I that's that makes me feel blushy awkward because well, I'm, I'm ju- just a fucking dude. That's what I'm who, saying. Like, no bullshit. Well, let me I'm kick it up saying. a notch. I was going to say, you know, uh, <laughs> growing up, I never had I had friends in high school that kind of like Star Wars. I never had my Star Wars dude. That's the same. You know what I'm saying? And then I met Will and I was like, this dude likes Star Wars. But for me, Star Wars had never really been a fan community. And 2015, thus far, has been my best year as a Star Wars fan. Not just because I finally got off my ass and started a podcast with my best friend, but I met so many cool people. I met you. I met Vader Nick. I met the guys from Making Star Wars. And nobody has been anything but cool and nice. And that means the world to a dude that didn't grow up with a lot of Star Wars friends. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I feel the same way. Thanks and, and, so and much. I know we're thank you, thank you, and and I know we're way over time. Oh. But like, write it down. Like, me and Will, we're gonna talk about our dad issues. And then, <laughs> we and can then, do that. Uh, 
And then we're going to talk about like growing up Star Wars less. Like, yes. And, like, yes. And, yes. And, and I definitely feel like I have a unique perspective and like I, I definitely like to share it with you guys and, and uh, get your feedback. Dude, um, I, I cannot wait for the next episode with Johnny Grosso. And I want to save this for the next episode with Johnny Grosso. I want to hear, hear Will's perspective on Kylo Ren considering Will has a bachelor's degree in clinical psychology. I want to hear his nice. psych- psychological analysis of Kylo Ren. It'll I don't know be very basic, but we can that's talk fine. about it. I don't I'll know why. That'd be shot. very cool. Like it won't be very professional. I don't know why I didn't think about it till now, but I want to hear that. Yeah. And we'll save that for the next time our boy Johnny's on. Sounds good. So dude, thanks so much for coming on. It means the world to us. You couldn't have been a better guest. Same here. Thank you. You could have been a better host. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. Uh, before we go, we'd like to give out the usual thanks. We'd like to thank Stoned Cobra for the theme song. You can find them at stonedcobra.com, where you can buy their album High and Mighty for a mere $5. It's the best $5 you'll ever spend. We will thank our buddy Joe for writing in. Thanks for the email, Joe. And uh, we want to thank Johnny for coming on. And other than that, I think that does it, man. For Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And I'm your guest, Johnny Grasso. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. <laughs>